tell you about a group of guys The warm and salty like McDonald's fries They like the drinks and they like their food The cars, movies and the music too They're gonna try to shove it into a list So have a seat and we'll see what sticks You're on the it list You're on the it list You're on the it list Come inside you're on the it list, you're on the it list, you're on the it list, wanna ride. You're on the it list, you're on the it list, you're on the it list, come inside. Oh, we're rolling now. We're so. rolling now. So yeah. uh, why were you late today, Mitch? Um, you want to talk oh, about that? It's just, you know, the... Talk about your teammate skills? Because I'm a businessman. <laughs> I'm a businessman. I'm a businessman. That's what I am. And, uh, and yeah, well, I was told today that I have to go to San Diego tomorrow and come back on poor Friday bastard. And stay in the gas lamp district. Do I have mm, to do that? To be well, drunk in there many, many times. Well, cool. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think San Diego. San Diego. Mm. That's what uh that's what they say. I'm not sure that's what it means. It's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it does mean Dorothy Mantooth is a saint. That's yeah. what it means. Uh, yeah, but so yeah, sorry I was late, very, very late, half hour late, very late. So that uh, is actually pretty late for you. He's it normally is. he's yeah, normally he's like is. six to six to twelve minutes late and then yeah. we give we act like it's not even late. Yeah. We it, like to give Mitch a hard time. It, you too. razz the people who annoy you, and but you also that love that you love. Yeah, they. <laughs> I hope that's that's why I'm it's I'm self projecting. Oh, and for the record, just for the record, so you know this, I want to see your face when you say oh, this. Oh God, what happened? remember how I was giving you shit like a month ago because you were like, oh, I, I gotta leave because I gotta walk uh, Anderson, my daughter, home from from the stadium to. To where I live. Oh yeah, yeah, and and I was like, you literally, she's sixteen and she she can't walk home. And we were down there over the over the weekend, me and Amanda. She's yeah. like, where does Mitch live? And I said, I'll show you. We drove around the corner. I'm like, Mitch lives right there. And the first thing that came out of her mouth was, and he wouldn't let her walk by herself from there to his house. I didn't say I could I throw a let baseball her. that far. It's not that. <laughs> Uh, you're right, but she's yeah. a 16 year old girl in downtown Dayton, and mm. she has a driver's license. Come it's on. scary down there. Right. Yeah, it's, it's real scary. It's, it's awful. Yeah. Right there, right there she's around the baseball though, stadium. Man. She's adorable. Mm. She's the best. But mm. she worked at the stadium, so her oh. mom and I met. Uh, my my ex wife and I met at the Dragons. Oh, right and on. Then, Do you guys uh, all work for the Dragons? Yeah, uh, except him, except Timmy. No, at even. one point in our lives, yeah. I met. Oh, right on. I met every every. Uh, we've all met each other. Well, they didn't meet at the Dragons because no. he was gone by then. But yeah. I met him at the Dragons. I met him at the Dragons. Yep. And they met because of the podcast. Yep. Yeah. Why couldn't you fucking guys get me in the stadium? I, know. I mean, come on. <laughs> I can hey, get you in. I can get can, you in whenever you want. <laughs> Let's keep pushing. Let's keep pushing. Deutsch, we'll get Deutsch on the podcast. In my, yeah. in my defense, in my, a million times, I said that. I'm like, why the hell are they have Goose Island and all this bullshit fake craft beer yeah. in here? And why don't they have something local? They need to. You know the the reason. Because all the way back, they had a stupid contract with 7-Up. Anybody that signs a contract with 7-Up and RC Cola is going to put yeah. that See, and see you have in. to respect the Welsh's grape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is Too good. That I is grew the, up on that. Oh, yeah. It was golden. <laughs> Welch's grape. I grew up on 7-Up, too, yeah. so I can back oh, yeah. it. Yeah, whenever yeah. you're sick, have a sore throat. Yeah, oh, yeah that's what I want to remember. Saltine crackers. <laughs> oh, we did, the shit that you drank when you were sick. Yeah. That's yeah. my favorite. We didn't. Vicks Yeah, we didn't have Starry. 
No. Yeah. We didn't have yeah. Starry. I tell you, what the hell is Starry? I still think it's, it's Sierra, Sierra Mist. It's Sierra Mist with a new label. That's yeah. all it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I, I will admit, though, I've been fucking up some Starry recently. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I have been. It's, it's been I two for four at Speedway, and, uh, and oh. I'm trying to lay off the caffeine because people say I'm too high strung. What, does so, the like, Starry have caffeine? No. no. caffeine-free. No. It's that lemon lime. Has Sierra Mist been caffeine-free all these years? Oh, my God, Mitch. I'm about to flip this table. 7-Up doesn't have it, but Sprite, the, none of them have placebos. it. Placebos. The Mitch is getting all hopped up on yeah, Sprite and Starry. Man. Yeah. drinking all this Jolt Cola. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm drunk right now. They're like, there's no alcohol in that. I had a question for you regarding <laughs> the last episode. Did Before you chose the top five Creed songs, did you know they yeah. were doing a reunion tour? The tour hadn't been announced. No. I didn't think so. It was like when you, it was like the fucking Mexican pizza <laughs> shit. When you, you know? have high end, when you have you know, some people are just born for oh, greatness. Here Timmy, we go. Born born for for when you ha- when you have high a high degree of intellect and anticipation, I like I do, you know that a Creed reunion tour is coming. But that's twice. That's twice. <laughs> that's twice where we had an episode where we talked about something. It's true. And immediately, yeah. he went on a whole thing about Mexican so, pizzas, and then like oh. a week later, they were like, "We're bringing the Mexican pizza back." That was wild. That was we wild. talked about the the greatest or the the best menu item from fast food restaurants that had been discontinued. And That's strong. Yeah. Pizza. Yeah. And then right after, they're like, Bring it was back. back. And it was like, holy shit. And we just did Maybe we're influencing the world. Maybe it's like the butterfly effect. Yeah, yeah it I is. think we have, yeah, we have Great something movie. going on. We here. are the butterfly. Are, we, are you a Creed fan, Nick? <laughs> On, I mean, we can, we can be honest here. Maybe back in grade yeah. school, yeah. but I kind of outgrew them. There's been, there's How been, old are you? <laughs> there's How old are you? I'm uh, 40, 43. I'll be 44 in a couple weeks. No shit. We're the same age. All right, right on. So 43. I thought our maturity he levels were the same. Than you do, he, man. he looks <laughs> phenomenal. Uh, 99. 98. Was when, uh, human well, clay that's when came I graduated. Out. It was 99, and that's when Human Clay came out. Yeah. And that's when. Can we, you take me so higher? So in two weeks, oh. we our episode, we recorded last week. Little bit of a is it next week or is Jay Heat next week? Which Jay Heat's next week, then it's Creed. Yeah, um, and so we recorded an album, and within a week they we recorded they an album, an album, recorded <laughs> <laughs> an entire a, album, a Creed tribute <laughs> album, an episode. We can it, you? It started me? as in the whole, yeah, and the it's whole thing started though. as a joke. Yeah, because yeah. we we were literally we had heard our producer, producer Dustin. He uh, he lives in Atlanta, but he's like my best friend from high school, and. Creed jokes would come up over the years, and then finally he just got to a point where he was like, "You know what? I'm tired of people shitting on Creed. Creed was an amazing band, so like we would, we were this joke just went on and on about how on like Creed. So then we, I like he, we were in Vegas together, and like I have a video from like the hotel room with me and Mikey, another guy who's periodically on the show, and producer Dustin's in the shower, like like singing my own prison at the top of his lungs and we're like filming from outside like you can hear him in the whole room and so it's been this ongoing joke for decades <laughs> about Creed yeah and then he's like he saw something on their Instagram and he puts it out there like dude they're like putting a date on here like there's news coming and I'm like yeah. are you really excited about this and he's like I can't fucking sleep <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm like wow like he's really excited it, it, it ended up being like a, an announcement that they were reuniting but it was just yeah. for like a cruise like a rock cruise down or there sex cruise yeah sex cruise uh, or all, both all or those, both yeah all those shitty rock band- well if Creed's playing it it's definitely a sex cruise no, yeah. no doubt yeah. everyone going but like all those like late '90s bands, Tonic and 
Oh, all, you yeah. know, those, that were all, they're all playing it in Dustin. <laughs> like he wants to go to it. I'm like, you know, they're going to tour. Yeah. So it's just been this ongoing joke. So we just, we literally, then all the stuff started happening with the Texas Rangers where, you know, they were, they were playing it and then they started winning. They're about to win the damn world yeah. series. Yeah. yeah. And um, they're talking about how they play Creed's higher in the locker room. Then they start playing it all over the stadium. Then Creed it, shows it, Creed up. That's how it happens. Yeah. That's how it happens. It is. So we're like, nuts. we should do a top five Creed songs. And it was just like a drunken, like joke episode. But yeah. yeah, but then the reunion tour is announced like yeah. two days after we recorded it. And then they it. go on sale three days after mm. the stuff comes out. Like, you know, the, quick. You know so the did you guys get your tickets? Yo, oh, hell hell yeah. yeah. Everybody. But, You're going with us, But Nick. one pussy. Oh, awesome. But, uh, one, one, which, one of the, one of the pussies one? that works here, that, that's in here who won't get his tickets yet. This asshole. And I got news for you. Uh-oh. <laughs> it means you can't. They have not been bought yet, but they will be bought. Yes, yes. We'll believe that. He. See. Tried. He organized an entire trip to an Offspring concert this past year in Riverbend, and then so. did not go to it. After <laughs> we, we go with that all these is, people, he's the one. Like, We're going to this one. We got to go. Oh, we need to go I to the show. Love Offspring. I'm going. Like, did you get your tickets? Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, then he just didn't go. He's a, a flake. That did we hate him. But he's going, a, we made a pact. We're yeah, going to Creed. We That's pact. a power move. Yeah. It's a power move. I, I, yeah. It is. Yeah. I had to You're go right. buy. Uh, I got married in June. So, hey, congratulations. Uh, thank you. What's his name? Our, uh, what an oh! idiot. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and I got news for you. He's a Shout out Megan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> his name's Megan. Yeah, his name's yeah. Megan. <laughs> nice. But yeah, I, I had to go do some wedding stuff that day, so I couldn't go. Mm, yes. Yeah. Nothing but Bud Light at their wedding. It was, it was yeah. awful. And, uh, Maybe if you would have stayed, <laughs> you would have had a beer or two. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Well, I, I, did, go play I, music. I did have a couple of beers, yeah. actually. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't, I didn't want to hang out with you, though, so yeah. I just I bolted. That's fine. I had to go make magical music. That's fine, yeah. Yes, the yes. The Rolling Stones? Yes, it was the Rolling yeah. Stones. Yeah. No, we have a special guest tonight. We're really Very excited. excited. Um, yeah. Yes, we're, we're, we're bringing in more and more guests, exciting people. We have the one and only Nick Bowman, he, the co-founder, co-owner. And VP of Marketing for Warped Wing. Is that accurate? Uh, yeah, you almost got it. Yeah, yeah. almost. Yeah. Yeah. Close. What else? What else <laughs> we Haven't even started. Bur- well, started sales, janitorial. Um, <laughs> nice. I have to look at my LinkedIn profile. Yes. There's more. There's, There's more there. Yes, like I'm that. sure there is. Yeah. Warped Wing Brewing Company based out of Dayton, Ohio, where we're from. I know we got listeners all over the country and some around the world. Yeah. 93% um, in America, 7%. 7% around the world. Botswana. Botswana. Canada. No, no about it Mm -hmm. um you guys are just did or about to celebrate your 10-year anniversary so january will be 10 years this coming january this coming january freaking cool yeah Yeah. it's unbelievable but it's unbelievable in one sense but it almost isn't because i can't remember it not existing yeah Yeah. like we've been around it's like oh warped wing is it's a staple (laughs) of dayton now you really you guys who was there anybody else around before you guys opened up yeah no no we were the ninth Ninth. Yeah. Ninth? Yeah. So I remember it drove me nuts because uh, they changed the legislature in March of 2013, which lowered the price of getting the license. So that's when you had, I think Dayton Beer Company was the first one. Okay. And then maybe Yellow Springs and Toxic and, and so on and so on. So because, Toxic was in downtown before you guys yeah. started. Really? Yeah. So huh. they, you know, the cost was cut in like a third. You know, so your operating costs went way down to, to start a brewery. So a lot of guys jumped in the game, and that was the intent, was lowering the permit. Because I think the permit before that was like $8,000 to open up a brewery and self-distribute and do all that. And um, it used to drive me nuts. I'm annually. Like, yeah, yeah. Annually. annually. That's a big cost. That you is. Do so everything you else. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we were going to do it regardless, and we were working on a big plan, and it took time. 
it took yeah. like three years to get to open and i remember it driving me crazy i'm like we're, we're my partner john he was cool man he goes dude who cares let's not worry about being the first let's be the best, best. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and so yeah. and and that that really rang true and so i was like all right well we're the ninth and that surprises most people, but it, it, that, is, it really yeah. is that surprising as hell to me. I feel yeah. like you made the biggest splash, though, too, especially with that building you chose. And, yeah, thank uh, you. Then the canning and, uh, of course, the distribution. You guys are killing it. Yeah, so we, I think what we had going on for us is our team. You know, there was four of us, and three of us had over 60 years of beer experience. So, like, we already had distribution. John, you know, had the production. He worked in every kind of brewery there was. Really? And so... We had a team that kind of knew the industry, knew the business, and then you know Joe, our other partner, he was dialed in locally. Had uh, Wiseman, right? yeah, Joe Wiseman. He Wiseman, was sorry. yeah, he had his finger on the pulse of like the local craft scene and had a lot of accounts and and so yeah, I think it took us three years, but we hit the ground pretty fast once yeah. we got open and uh, yeah, ten years, man. That's crazy. And then how, how did it? I mean, how did the the, the initial thought come up? To start it, um, it's a story. Well, it's an interesting story. Um, I was working over in Indiana for Budweiser, and I studied entrepreneurship at Dayton. So I always wanted to, you know, do my own thing. Did you really? That yeah, been one of the first programs then, right? Yeah. So I didn't. I did declare my major sophomore year, so I couldn't major in it. Uh, I switched from finance. My dad was an accountant. He talked me into going to accounting. I took one class and said, "Fuck you, I'm out." So I, I switched. Like, uh, that, that's the that's the half baked. Fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> you. You're cool. I'm out. Yeah. So okay. I. All right, go on. Sorry. Yeah. So I was like, uh, I switched to marketing with a minor in entrepreneurship and. Uh, and do that lit a fire. That was just, you know, we were taught by local business people. And I mean, those are the only classes I paid attention to. And um, so fast forward, and um, I was working for Anheuser-Busch and started to pay attention to craft beer. And um, my dad had worked in the wine business. He worked for Allied Wine for 20-some years, and they sold to Heidelberg. Yeah. So I kind of grew up around, you know, wine, and they had beers and all that. And um, my family worked for Anheuser-Busch, so it's kind of like, destined yeah, to be yeah, in yeah. the beer or the beverage industry and so um i contacted my dad and i said look i want to i want to do something and my original idea was a, a craft beer distributor because over in indiana you had all these breweries popping up and you know i was i was working for anheuser bush and most of these guys were exclusive they only wow. carried anheuser bush products so i'm like how are these craft guys going to get to market yeah. so i was like there might be an opportunity so my dad set up a meeting with joe wiseman at chappie's over in moraine okay i mean we're talking old school yeah, old chappies yeah yeah and so um you know he explained to me who joe was joe was the beer division manager at allied wine and he had broken off and started his own craft beer and wine distributor and awesome. um so i you know here's this young kid i was in my mid i think 20s or late 20s and i said you know joe here's my idea and he's like oh you know over here in ohio it's a little different right they have we already have cavalier statewide craft distributor we have uh premium statewide craft and heidelberg's a monster and they've got all these brands and and bomb right and so joe said to me he goes what dayton really needs is a a brewery he said we had nobody you know thirsty dog had went out miami trail had oh, gone yeah, out what was yeah. was was in thirsty dog like wasn't the, even exclusively local were they no it was they were out of the akron one? yeah it was oh, like yeah, a that's right. they have a peanut butter porter that's delicious yeah <laughs> yeah I miss it i mean they're still around they just you know they're they're satellite tap room so you know that got my wheels spinning so i befriended joe and i started uh volunteering at ale fest you know he was doing uh, he, he had yeah. closed down the distributor that had gone and passed but um so i was just trying to learn as much about craft beer and um 
you know, Joe was doing his thing. There wasn't really room for me to come on there, but we just, we kept in contact. I kept learning. I was looking at a couple other things in uh, Indiana and then St. Louis. There was a brewery that opened uh, and a couple of guys broke away from Anheuser-Busch and I knew them. I used to work for one of them and I was like, man, this plan is pretty tight. Yeah. But it was St. Louis. It wasn't Dayton. I wanted to be... What was the, If you don't mind saying, what was the beer over there? What was the brewery It, it was there? Urban Chestnut. Urban Chestnut. Have you heard of Urban Chestnut? Yeah. yeah, so... Florian, my best friends lives in St. Louis, so we're over there pretty regularly. Really? Like band made from the stones. Yeah, true. Yeah. From the stones, yeah. Oh, oh right yeah. on. Okay. Right on. That so, sounds, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So, my cousin, it was my cousin and I, we were talking about, we both worked for Anheuser Bush, and we were, he lived, he was from St. Louis. Okay. So, he jumped on and he invested in, he got ownership of that. And so, I talked to Joe, we were at Flanagan's, and I was like, dude, I'm thinking about investing in this. These guys, I know these guys. Florian uh, went to Weistefan, you know, one of the, he was the Budweiser yeast. Guy, I mean, he okay. was very high up, and uh, yeah, there you go, there they are, right there. Urban Man. Chestnut, they're killing it over there in yep. St. Louis. They've got a brewery in Germany too. Um, really? Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, so they're uh, they're doing great things over there, and um, so Joe looked at me and he's like, "Dude, this is cool." He goes, "But let's do our own here." And so we shook hands in the parking lot of Flanagan's, and then we began the, the journey. Passion's what got him. Yeah. yeah, I mean, well, I think it was this. I think it was this annoying fucking kid that yeah. wouldn't go away. Uh, yeah. And he's hey, like, "All right, fuck. Key, man." He's like, "All right, let's go for it." And so yeah. we shook hands, and then he brought on uh, Mike, who was our other partner, the financial guy. They had talked about opening a brewery years earlier, and. Um, but then so, you guys put together a pretty critical advisory board, too. Mm -hmm. A lot of people that knew a lot of shit already yeah. that guided you, planted you in the right places, and were really excited to be helpful. Yeah, so we you know, we were miss, still missing a piece, right? We, uh, we didn't have a brewer. <laughs> we had a sales guy. Pretty, we had pretty a, vital. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty fucking big piece of the puzzle. Um, and so, you know, we were talking to some people in other states and whatnot, and uh, it just so happened that John Haggerty, uh, Joe knew John from judging at the Great American Beer Festival. Okay. They struck a friendship over judging a smoked beer category. They both agreed on this one beer should win, and so they became friends <laughs> after that. And John was <laughs> the head palate. Yeah, John but was the head. the beer win? No, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't. And they were the only two that had that yeah, taste. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they had superior taste Everybody's at the time. Stupid. That's the yeah, beer. Yeah. Let's make it. Yeah. But it, it, they always talked about it. And and John was the head brewmaster at New Holland. He was in town doing okay. an event. Damn. So he's a head at New Holland. Yeah, and he was owner. He had ownership in that company. And uh, so Joe met with him. You know, went up to his event. He was too busy. They met for lunch. And and Joe was telling about our project. And he said, "We just we don't have a brewer." He said, "Do you know anybody?" Because John, you know, he's at New Holland doing this thing you know they're 25,000 barrels they were they were cruising along and um he said yeah you might know somebody so long story short they they talked and and apparently john left that meeting and and was interested in dayton really in our project i mean there were some things happening in new holland and he knew ohio he went to miami of ohio studied architecture so he was familiar with this area he sent a lot of beer from new holland to ohio where is new holland out of again uh holland michigan Michigan. That's yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. That's and right. so, yeah. So, John, we brought him in to Dayton, showed him like the building. You know, and so had you already had you already secured the building before you even had a brewer? No, we we had access to the building, just like we were but in you talks. Had a, you had a building picked. We had a building picked. The okay, Wyandotte. Good. It yes, was Wyandotte, yeah, yeah. the foundry. Yeah, we brought John in, and he, <laughs> dude, he as soon as he walked in, he like started laying it out. You know, you know laying the brewery, and it was like, dude, this is a game changer. And so. 
we, it was a no-brainer. We're like, we brought John in as a partner and solidified. He moves from Michigan down and says, let's go. Right? Let's go. And, I mean, it was, there was What's some. feeling like? There was, well, I'll tell you what. I was, when. <laughs> Shitting your pants? I, no, kind of. Kind of. I got to tell you this geeked out story that happened. So I was on my way to Chicago for a meeting, and I called Joe, and I was like, dude, how to, like, I'm like, call Haggerty and see, you know, if he if he's got anybody, so he texted him, and John called him right away, and he's like, "Hey, you know, my wife and I left that meeting. We drove back to Grand Rapids, and it, you know, all we could talk about was your project, and I'm interested." So Joe calls me, and I fucking get into Chicago, and I find the nearest liquor store. I buy all the New Holland beers I could find. <laughs> go into my hotel room with a plastic cup, and I'm drinking Dragon's Milk. <laughs> fucking poet i'm drinking mad hatter and i'm just like dude i'm like this is all you know because i already knew who he was and i'm like we're getting this guy in dayton ohio like that's fucking cool so um so it was i geeked out about it and uh and you know here we are yeah so how many how many people were the initial four of us there were four of so there was four of us partners and then then we you know, once we formed the core team, then we finalized the business plan, and then we raised the capital. And we were able to raise the money in, like, I think we started in May, and then we had all the money raised by August. How That's much great. capital yeah. is that? Like, that, so to, to start it, like I think we raised like a private equity, like one point two. Really? Yeah. And then we billion. took Just billion, <laughs> billion, billion. Yeah. yeah, we started with a billion. We've got a couple yeah, hundred yeah, thousand yeah. left. Yeah, that's the easiest way to make a million is mm. to start with a billion. Yeah. So I mean, so at at what point is that? Well, I guess we can get into that a little bit further. But like, when when you start, do you, when you're laying out the business plan, do you start laying it out as to what types of beers you want, or what is the is that everyone involved, or was that all on the brewer? No, that was um, it was kind of open dialogue. You know, okay. we were like, here's some ideas of what we'd like to see. You know, we looked at the the landscape, the market, what's already out there. I mean, and we cited on a rye IPA. Ermel's Belgian cream ale that was like a farted out style. Shit. Yeah. That's my that's my that's my favorite one. Yeah. yeah. And then uh an oatmeal I was stout. Born in Belgium, but that could oh, be yes, that could be that's that could be your influence. Be. I don't remember it at all. <laughs> <laughs> But you that's just why to throw it was that. That I just wanted to throw that yeah. out there. It's a yeah. Belgian influence. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you, did you start with four core ones? No, three, man. We opened, three. and I'll never forget. What we was the rye? What was the rye called? Flying Fly rye. rye. Oh, that one. Okay, got yeah. it. Is that, is that, I haven't seen that. Is that still around? No. So, you know, <laughs> about it. you learn as you go, right? Yeah. And rye's polarizing. You know, mm-hmm. although we all loved rye, but we were kind of beer geeks in our own yeah. right. And it's like rye bread. You either love it or you hate it. And I, I was it. I was on the other end. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it was it was very strong for me. Like for it rye. Was, yeah. 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 And I've never been a big rye of anything. Yeah. And the rye whiskeys. Like I'm like, oh, yeah. try them. But yeah. And so we like we learned that. Like, and, yeah, you know, Ermel's was, was our number one selling beer, which is not totally surprising being it was uh, sessionable. But at that time, you know, this was 2014. I mean, IPAs were freaking gospel and that should be your lead dog right and so you know we went along for a little bit and then we made the decision to switch over to gamma bomb and do more of like a west coast style that that goes back to my question see he was questioning whether or not gamma bomb is called gamma bomb now he can confirm whether or not this is true but i'm pretty sure it's true right (laughs) in the marvel cinematic universe Oh, uh oh, Bruce, okay. Bruce Banner, who turns into the Incredible Hulk. Correct, Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo, <laughs> now and forever. In the in the, in the comic books, 
was from Dayton, Ohio. Is that right? Correct. That's, That's why. Right. Really? So it became Gamma Bomb IPA. Nice. Well, there you go. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, Paul Harvey Good. and yeah. and uh, Ermel, Ermel uh, invented yeah. the Ermel pop phrase. top. Correct. Yeah, correct. Ermel phrase. Yeah. Invented the pop-up. Nice. That's what I love about your company, too, is like all of the your, historic, everything yeah. has a significance to it yeah. when it comes to it. We try. Yeah. We try. <laughs> yeah. Radi- like radio vision. Good. Especially Warped Wing. I don't know what that one means. That was the first iteration of the television. It was literally like a radio vision screen. I don't know who invented it. I forget. But yeah, that was a Dayton invention. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. You guys ever walk so around yeah, Dayton and see the little in the invention plaques along the road? <sighs> I don't. It's cool. I mean, I don't know if you know, I, I moved downtown now. Oh, right on. So I live in Water Street Apartments. And I'll just walk along 12 the feet from the Dayton Dragons, yeah. where he had to walk his daughter home yeah. from work. Yeah. Just a protective dad. <laughs> so I'm walking along, and I just read all those things. Like, the ladder was invented in Dayton. Yeah. Like, all these random Cool stuff. Parachute. I mean, yeah, there's exactly. like... The list goes on and on. And we've, you know, we've tried to grab some of that stuff and, like, reinvent it through beer, where it's cool, you know, where it makes sense. Um, not everything we do, because we've made a ton of different beers, but... Yeah, I read that article, again, from June, where you guys think you might hit the four-digit mark on how many beers you've made. Yeah, it's... Wow. It's been a lot. That's a it's lot. A of lot. Beer. It's a lot of beer. When you, you think about inventing them too, we were talking about that downstairs. Yeah. You know, like Ermels, you have this. You know, you have the Ermels Dunkelweizen Ale. You have the the Fly the Light. Fly, Fly Light. Light. Yeah. 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 And like, but the um in the the Esther's Little Secret or oh, Esther, yeah. yeah Esther's it's, Dirty it's, Secret. That's a no. new. No, no, that's. That's just a little secret. That's just a little secret. Not dirty. 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 Super dirty. dirty. That's all. I'm already getting there. I'm like six yeah. of these down already. Right. <laughs> so um, it's good. golden. But uh, but yeah, Esther. Esther's a little secret. Not uh-huh. Esther's dirty secret. Dirty secret. You change that every year, which is a a, a, yeah, a you partnership you have batch, with Esther right? Price. Yeah. So I I grew up with uh, some of the grandchildren of Esther Price, and so when we opened, uh, we talked to them, and you know we were still new, but they were like, yeah, let's do it, and so uh, we're. Next year will be ten years of that partnership as well. Unreal. And every year the beer is different. We we usually pick a candy out and you know pick a beer that matches the candy and yeah, go for it. Oh, the ten yeah. ton. You were going to ask about the ten ton. Oh yes, the um the ten ton, which was the ten ton oatmeal stout. Yes. Before. The one that I found is now a ten ton black ale. So black lager. Black lager. Sorry. Yeah. So what we did with those two uh, brands yeah, is you know they've been out for a long time, mm-hmm. and so we wanted to kind of get some excitement behind those brands uh-huh. and um we decided to turn the Ermels into a rotating wheat beer uh-huh. so you've got you the got belgian cream or, yeah. you got the, the hevaweizen and all that too yeah well we those are kind of more specialized <coughs> the, yeah okay. yeah those are one-offs but this year we went from Ermels belgian cream to the hevaweizen during the summer and then dunkelweizen which is like Oktoberfest. So that's the base. Yep. Ermels is the base. The yep. Base. Yep. Uh, and you just kind okay. of modify, yeah, that, that kind yeah. of base of it. Yeah. But so there's how many, what, what do you call, what core ones right now? With Flylight, there's six now. That's so awesome. that is now considered yeah. one of your. Your mass-produced ones, because yep. really, yeah, they'll do it's that. Really fucking good. It is. Thanks. Good. Yeah, That's it was. Really it really was. Yeah. It's do you mind the, to tell us how that came to be? Yeah. So we were talking about downstairs, but I didn't were you want... were you here by then when he had told us that? You were or? late. Yeah, I, okay. no, I'll... I just want you to be on the air. <laughs> I'll re- I'll repeat was, we might myself. Playing ourselves yeah, a thousand yeah, times. Yeah, with... uh, I'll repeat for Mitch. Yeah, um, thanks. Sorry, buddy. So yeah, it's nice to meet you. I'm Mitchell. I'm late. So we were actually working on our own light beer. 
Um, I've got buddies that, you know, they'll drink craft beer, but most of the time they'll drink light stuff. And they said even Trotwood, which is a light beer. I mean, we Still don't call it. Before? Yeah. I mean, it's like a hundred. It, it is a little bit heavier. And that's because of the yeast that we use. Uh-huh. Um, it's not your traditional. Good yeast. Light lager yeast. It's a different yeast. yeast um, and I think that's what gives it the impression that it, it's got more flavor. That yeast throws a little more flavor. And we did that intentionally at the time because it's a craft lager, right? It's like we weren't really going after the Miller Light and the, yeah. the yeah. domestic you were drinker. Trying to be different from that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah we wanted. about the guys worked watching their figures. No. Yeah. We, we, we wanted to have <laughs> an option, <laughs> you know, for people that came into the brewery and were like, hey, I don't drink IPAs. I don't. Here's yeah. the closest thing you got. Do you have a yellow fizzy beer? Yeah. Correct. Which it's yeah. funny. It's With funny, flavor. It's, it's funny you say that. Magnum would say that. Yeah. One, one of the what do you get that's close to Bud Light? One of the places, <laughs> you, yeah, one of the places I play the 13 Below down there, their basic Pilsner is called the closest thing. Yeah. It's like, because people come in there and go, what's the closest thing you got to Bud Light? They're like, well, uh-huh. let's call it the closest thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, it goes to that. Too. Well, yeah. dude, that was like, and that's a good story. Uh, if you guys indulge me for a second, you know, oh, the, yeah. uh, hey, the Trotwood. Sure, we got plenty of time. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> the Trotwood, you know, we, we were looking for an event vehicle, you know, a mobile, mm-hmm. and we wanted to get like an old retro trailer, right? So uh, my partner, Mike, found this place called the RV Clinic down in Franklin. It's right off 75. And uh, he said, hey, they got this trailer for us. It's an old Shasta. Let's go look at it. We put a deposit on it. And I'm like, not that I didn't trust Mike, but he's an accountant by day, and I just yeah. wanted to check this thing out. So, Who's the marketing guy, yeah, asshole? So, so we went, the titles. Yeah, so we went down there, and I met Josh, uh, who started RV Clinic, and his wife's working in the office. His kids are running around. There's, there's trailers and RVs all over the place, and this dude is really cool. And so uh-huh. we started talking, and I said, you know, how did you get started here? And he's like, well, I w- worked for a big rv outfit and every time they got like a vintage camper they just put like a wholesale sticker and sell it and he's like i always wanted to rehab these things mm. and i was like that's cool yeah. I and mean, that sounds like what i came from big corporate you know to to small local and uh so he shows us this shasta and he's like yeah this came out of a, a nudist colony and i'm like oh. i'm like that's cool yeah. i'm like Sweet. i'm like bingo Sweet. bingo and it swing yeah id 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 and uh so it had a bump it had a sticker on it it was like live nude you know live free i was like oh, dude boy. we could have some fun with this yes. so we start talking and and i was like dude you know this is this could be a lot cooler than us just buying this trailer. It could be a collaboration because, you know, what this guy's doing is, is pretty awesome. So we start talking, and and uh, he goes, he was telling me about, you know, we start talking about Airstream. And I had called Airstream, and I was like, hey, you guys want to do a collaboration? You know, we'll buy a trailer. Yeah, they're, they're, they're based they're out of Jackson, Jackson Center. Center. Yeah. He's like, yeah, there'd be about $80,000. Uh, I go, fuck. okay, that's not very collaborative. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You gotta give a little bit. Yeah. So, that, so, so he goes. He goes. You know, if you really want to make this local, he goes. There was a trailer company called Trotwood Trailers from like 1920 to like the 1980s, and they were in Trotwood, Ohio, and they made some of the most innovative campers of their time. They actually, in like the 50s, had more market share than anybody else in the trailer. They were doing like two or three, four trailers a day, really? and oh, I was shit. like, holy shit, that's... Trotwood, Ohio. Yeah, yeah, in Trotwood, Ohio, and uh, and he goes, 
and I know where there's a 1957 one. And I'm like, nice. I go, dude, you go buy that fucking trailer and let's uh-huh. do this. And so my partner, Mike, was all pissed off. He's like, we had this deal done. I'm like, well, Mike, this is so much cooler. So <laughs> your ideas suck. Your ideas, well, Mike, your well, ideas suck. I mean, <laughs> a lot of people mistakenly think it's named after the city. The city, yeah. 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 And I, yeah. And I don't know how to overcome that is, unless I just meet with everybody and tell the story yeah, but well this will be a good way yeah so this podcast this, will help you get the word out right. for yeah, 10 years go. globally <laughs> globally <laughs> that's right yeah. Yeah. anyone in Botswana, Botswana will know the story yeah. Yeah. oh man I heard about those yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we so I called my partner John and, and coincidentally we did this collaboration with Huffy Bicycle yeah, I love it and we did also uh, Dayton Local yes mm-hmm. yep. we did a Rattler uh, uh, we called it a Rattler and it's a it's a uh, it's a German style of beer where it's like a it's a lager and you, you either mix it with lemonade and, and cyclist oh, okay. cyclist in Germany they, they stop in the tavern they want something refreshing so they they order up a Rattler and so John I remember he made the base beer it was a lager and before he added the grapefruit juice to it, he goes, dude, try this. And I was like, damn, that's pretty good. And he goes, yeah, the brew, we'd like to make this beer, like, aside from this. So when I got back to the plant, I talked to John. I was like, dude, I got your opportunity, man. We're, we're going to buy this Trotwood trailer. We're going to do, like, this camping-themed beer. And you make that. It'll be 1950s style from branding. And he's like, all right, done. So really? we launched it. It was supposed to be a summer beer, and it just freaking skyrocketed. That's yeah. awesome. And yeah. We couldn't not make it, so, so now it's, it's a base beer too. Now it's a base yeah. beer, and so yeah, list the six. Ones. Yeah, yeah, the base, the base. So ones. you got uh, Ermels, uh, you've got Ten Ton, uh, you've got Flyer Red, Trotwood, Gamma Bomb, Radio Vision, and Flylight. Well, I took the Ermels and the Ten Ton out because those are rotating. Okay. So you got uh, Flyer Red, Trotwood, Plain Old Pills, Radio Vision. Gamma Bomb, Flylight. It's awesome. Did I get them okay. so all in there? Ermals is yeah. now a rotating one? Yeah. But that was a core one. That was a core. Okay. Yeah, and so we just needed some excitement behind yeah. that brand, and so we shake decided, yeah, shake it up. And it's worked out really well. We're is, seeing what's the this, numbers jump. What's this a base of? The Ohio is for lovers. Juicy. By the way, Juicy India Pale Ale. And it is juicy. It's juicy. It is. It is quite it juicy. Is. It is delicious. It is that really is good. That's a collaboration with Hawthorne Heights, the band. Oh, no shit. Yeah. JT Woodruff. That Troy Ohio. JT Woodruff. Yeah. Yeah. represent. That's right. Ah, that's, that's right. That yeah, that beer turned out. Good. Do you I know him? No. You don't know JT? I don't. I was going to have you help us get him on the show. Oh, right on. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Now the name makes sense. Oh, yeah, yeah that's absolutely. right. That's what I thought, but I'm like, did they, I mean, I really was thinking, is that with Hawthorne Heights? But I was like, well, that was the state slogan. Yeah, no, so, so we. Like, is that what, what it was? That's not the state slogan. It was. Back in the day, was it really, or the catch line, or whatever the I hell? It was. Virginia's for lovers is the one, and this is you know. You're, I think you're right. Yeah, Virginia's you are right. For Ohio, lovers. the heart of it all. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ohio, the, the is that what theirs is? Ours is. It is now. It, it is. was like first yeah. in. I don't know. First in. They flight. change it all the time. That's North Carolina. Oh, those fuckers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> We're the birthplace, oh, birthplace of aviation. Yeah, that's yeah. what was ours. Birthplace of wind. Yeah, North Carolina. Thanks for the wind. That's what it just said. Yeah, Kitty Hawkins. Yeah, wait, I gotta go all the way back. I'm sorry. Yeah. Warped wing. Did you settle Dude, on warped wing? You oh, that that's right a great story. Yeah. I was getting ready to ask him that. Yeah. That's a great story. Um, so when we were starting a brewery, you know, there was still a lot of breweries out there in the United States. And, you know, 
if they all made 10 beers, that's a lot of like names that were already taken, right? Trademark. We wanted to trademark okay. our name. So I became a Dayton local historian. And I was fucking just combing through as much stuff as I could Smart. and making notes. And uh, I came across the wing warping technology. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, that could be a cool name for a beer, Warped Wing IPA. So I had it in the notes. And, I mean, we were struggling. We went on. We still couldn't come up with a name. And so I went through the notes, and I was like, hey, guys, what if we just named the brewery Warped Wing Brewing Company? Because not only is it aviation, but it's also innovation, which, you know, Dayton's not as well known for. You know, 1920s was basically Silicon Valley yep. of its time. Absolutely. And I said, there's a good story there. And, you know, it's also a double entendre because we're all a little fucking weird and we're making weird <laughs> beers and we yeah. got beards. And I'm like, it just fits on a couple levels. <laughs> you see it as good. Yeah. And so they were on board and said, all right, let's do it. And I struggled with it. Even though I like, even though it was your idea. Well, I suggested it. Well, I was just—that's how you know that somebody's good at what they're doing, though. Yeah. Because they never like their own shit. Right. They're yeah. always critical their of their own um, shit. It's the yeah. that or your the psychotic. asshole that's running around saying this is the best idea ever. Blah 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 blah. No. Is the one that you don't trust. You trust yeah. the one that's going. I don't <laughs> fucking don't know trust. about this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think? Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. It, it was hard to say. Warped wing. You know it. Now I don't even give it a second thought. Isn't it crazy how it's, that happens? It's crazy. Yeah, it's and I had I had one investor tell me he's like, dude, it's not a good name. It's hard to say. He goes, you can overcome a bad name. And I was like, dude, he got in my head. I was like, fuck, you know. Yeah. But then I told my dad, and my dad, I thought was going to hate it. And so I told my dad, I was like, hey, I want to tell you the name of the brewery. And my dad, <laughs> my dad's funny. I said, Dad, Warped Wing Brewing Company. He goes, oh, Nick, oh my God. <laughs> Oh my God, that's fantastic! I'm like, yeah, I was like, did the trick, and I was like, I knew it. Yeah. I was like, it was destiny, and and uh, and we went with it, and now it, dude, it feels like I couldn't yeah. imagine it being anything uh, else. No, I mean, well, yeah, and I like how you leaned into it. You've got the drawings on the on the mm. walls at the a couple locations. And, Absolutely. Yeah. You want to know another fun story? Oh, please. So, the the. The bird's wing, yes. right? Yes. So this was hand-drawn by a guy named James Pettigrew in 1859. James Pe- I know that name. Yeah. Because of the Lions mm-hmm. that tied in, Brandon Pettigrew. Yeah, and he, no. could, he dropped every vital pass in the world. Yeah. He, <laughs> he wrote uh, the national anthem. No, he didn't. That's a lie. That was Francis Scott Key. <laughs> Dude. Man, sorry. That was well Don't mess with him. On the, on the banks of Fort McHenry That's in a prisoner right. ship. Yes, uh-huh. I was All there. Right. All right. I was, I was, I was there. <laughs> he was born in Belgium. Fact check. That's Fact right. check. Um, That's true. I'm sure it is. <laughs> so... So we were struggling with the logo. You know, we had the name, and it was like, dude, you know, we couldn't find anybody that, to do a logo. And I found this guy in Cincinnati. Uh, he had done some stuff for Mad Tree on their cans, and I was like, reached out, creeped him out on LinkedIn. And I was like, hey, man, I got this project. It's <laughs> like, the fucking shit. Yeah, and he was he was like on vacation with his family, and he's like, well, I'm really busy, but you know, it's interesting. I'll take a meeting. And it was what was it Labor Day weekend, and we had talked as partners. We're like, we're coming back from Labor Day. And we're settling on one of these logos. Yeah. And me as the marketing guy, I'm like a perfectionist. So I was like, Fuck. Yeah. I didn't I didn't like anything we had and I was like nervous, you know. And so we met with John Pattison. I'll never forget, it was me and Joe Wiseman. We were in the foundry and we're walking him through and telling him like who we want to be and who we are and all this. And he's like, Okay. And I said, John, no pressure. Uh this was uh Friday. Uh, Thursday or Friday of Labor Day. I need something by Tuesday. <laughs> and he goes, oh, Jesus. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so he goes home. 
and he sends us the this is the refresh logo, but like the the oval logo. Oh, he yeah. sent us oh, yeah, that yeah, on yeah. the first rip, and it was this wing, and this wing was hand drawn by James Pettigrew in 1859, and the Wright brothers had identified this bird's wing as the inspiration for the yep. wing warping technology. And I was like, "No shit, that's it. That's, that's it. it. That's it." And I yeah. looked at it. Gotta go with it. Yeah. Oh, dude, I looked at it and I was like, "Fuck!" Whenever you Google it, whenever you Google wing warping, this image shows up and it's all diagrammed out. You can look, fact check. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah. And um, warping. And like the logo looked like. Uh, like a heritage, like Indian motorcycle. It was really cool. And uh, I knew it was it. So I showed my partners. Indian and classics. And uh, <laughs> there it is down there. You see it? Right there. Yep. Right there, there brother. Yeah, yeah, bring that up. Is, yeah. Look at oh, that, dude. It? Yeah. Yeah, you got to pay attention no to the shit. birds. Yeah. So we we did so the trick. What year was that born? Or what year was that drawn, you said? 1859. So, so James Pettigrew was from he was a Scottish naturalist. He wrote a book called Animal Locomotion and he studied birds in flight, animals in motion. And so we actually have a cocktail named after him at at Warped Wing too really? called the Pettigrew. It's an old fashioned and it's uh, yeah. <laughs> nice. That's so awesome. It's just I mean you don't That's normally favorite, man, old fashions. Yeah, not only, you know So the the, the the designer that you talk to is the one who found that and yeah. thought about it and like saw he, that it was relevant. Yeah, we were so affixed on hardline, like aeronautical, we yeah. couldn't get away from it. No one would have thought about a bird's wing. But he found that dude, and that's, it was like, yeah, it's perfect. It was awesome, and so that's yeah, where it started, man. That's, that's where, where it started. started. The, the White Brett Brothers took a couple, yeah, decades to kind of find their way to it, and then okay, we can't get lift, we can't get lift, we can't stay in lift, in lift. And yeah, what do we do, and that's where the wing came, the warped wing came in. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. That's I mean, like, so pays so so much homage to this town, so much homage to to everything that oh, we've yeah. done for so long, and now. You know, you see all these continued announcements about things that we do, right, Pat, and everything else. I'm glad that you guys opened up in, in Huber Heights to Thanks. see all of the amount of people that, that are coming in there. Yeah. Uh, you've got Springboro. You've got, uh, of course, downtown. And yep. then you've got by Kings Island and Mason. Mason. Am I missing one? No, yeah. that's four. That's the four. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, dude, I, I appreciate you saying that, Mitch. I mean, we got a lot of fucking be proud of in Dayton. Yeah, you know, and like, we've been kicked in the nuts, you know, over time. We lost, well, you know. entrepreneurs. I mean, you're going to. Well, it's like, nuts, dude, we. It's about getting back. No, back, not right? not us. Not I mean, the city of Dayton. Oh, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Job, we, we've lost. We've lost a lot of industry. We lost, you know, jobs and you know, and all yeah. that stuff, and it gets a bad rap. Like Dane's a cool place to be, and so I we love that celebrating like, yeah. that. I have, I have friends that you know, friends that are Cincinnati friends that have moved around, and then the joke that drops on Dayton, you know, oh, you're fucking Dayton. It's like, have you been here? Like, yeah. I, I can remember, you know, when, but you know, before long before you guys had even opened, and you know, when when the Dragons were first opening, yeah. and just like going, like, how do they think? I can remember them seeing like a news story being like, you know, oh, I, I we expect the, the Dragons to sell out every game for the first five seasons. And I'm going, they're out of their fucking minds. Yeah. <laughs> it's never going to happen. Then they do it. And then what it builds. Joel and I were there the first, yeah, like, the first game ever. I was, yeah, we were there. Uh, so I started in 99. This wow. first game wasn't even until May of, of 2000. And April twenty seventh of 2000. And then, yeah, okay. And, yep. then, uh, and then they played 27 home games in the month of May. And because they had missed almost all of April, construction the whole park's a construction the, zone. Yeah, yeah, everything. So, but we were there at the very beginning, watching it come together, and that's why I wanted to move back downtown. Yeah. After I got my divorce, I was like, 
I was talking to my daughter. I'll show that bitch. I'll show that bitch. <laughs> no, after, after we got the divorce, it, it's a it's an amicable divorce. Yes. <laughs> and so I said, I, I want to live someplace cool, you know? And yeah. so I, I moved downtown. I mean, well, dude, I don't and blame that's, you. And that's and what I mean. I've been talking about how yes. great it is yes. in that area, to your point. When, when, we, when we first went down there, it was a ballpark in what used to be an AC Delco plant, and there <laughs> yeah. wasn't shit yeah. around it. It was abandoned buildings, yeah. just, you know, skeletons of, of an industry that used to exist. With yeah. yeah, yeah, and then you, everyone's looking at it, and I and I'll give the credit to all the people around it. I didn't have the vision. Yeah. I'm looking at it, going like, "There's no way this is going to work out." But then this That's happens. Your That's true. It's very yeah. true. I don't have it. I don't have the marketing. <laughs> I don't have the vision of anything. My wife holds up two paint samples and is like, "Oh yeah, this is going to be great." And I'm like, "That looks like shit." And then she does the walls, and it looks amazing. <laughs> and it's like, I can't do it. I don't have it. Just but stay like, with me, Joel. Yeah, Just stay with yeah, me. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but like. To see what it has become yeah. in the twenty three years that we're down there, and you know, warped wings a part of that. All oh, of yeah. the, all of the, you know, just everything around it has become a desirable place to go. Swainio, yeah, we've yeah. had, you know, we've had the guys from Swainio yeah, in here on, yeah. on an episode, and just what they've done in the Firebox District, yeah. and just it's become a cool place to go that isn't it, it isn't a nag to go to either. Yeah, it's yeah. conveniently easy to get to. Yeah. You can it's not like you gotta pay forty dollars to park. Like it's An just easy everything Uber about trip it. home if you don't. It's glorious. Yeah. Like yeah. 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 I love and, this town. And then on top oh finish say that again. I love this town. It's a great town. It yeah. is a great, it's a great town. town. <laughs> it is. It is a great town. And I think on top of that though, to see people like you take that chance as an entrepreneur and and launch something and say, I want to go and then have people Re come around right, right, yeah, right. that's amazing. You know what? Behind it. I fucking love that beer. Not only do I like that, but you you gave the tours. You allow people to see yeah. how you were doing things. You let them in the back. You're like, here, this is how we do everything. Nobody knows, right? No. In the beer world, nobody like I see a beer at the Kroger. Yeah, I pick it up and I drink it. I don't know how it's made. I don't how know it got there. Everything, everything that went into that can that you're holding in your fucking hand uh -huh. is unbelievable. It's like, yeah, the, yeah. and he, I mean, he knows he's been here. <laughs> yeah, he did it. He built it. But yeah. like, it, I had, I had a hand in so some like, of that. So how right <laughs> in front of everything, you put it so that everybody could see it all. Yeah, and then offer tours. And I think that was brilliant yeah. too because. You know, just to allow people, hey, hey, on uh, every, what was it, every half hour, we'll, yeah. we'll walk you to the back and talk to you about our distribution and everything. It, that's yeah. a lot out of your time. Yeah. It's a lot out of the partner's time. It's a lot out of the, like, all the bartenders and everything, but they all seem to have this passion for it. Yeah. And, that's uh, important. That, yeah. To, it's important to tell the story and, you know, share beer. That's share a pint, make a friend. That's what yeah. it's all about, right? Exactly. So, um, yeah, I appreciate Last you saying time that. I drank but fire red, cool man. Yeah, I puked all over my bathroom. <laughs> Not because of I made you red. have. I made you guys a lot of money that night. I made <laughs> you have. <laughs> the uh, uh, surely you've you've wandered into the magic that is Adrian's White Rabbit. Of course, I love. Yes, I love Adrian's it's White Rabbit. Yeah. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah, we we, we talked when you were when you weren't here. <laughs> yeah, you were late. And um. And for the longest time, Adrian's White Rabbit was was iced canned beers only. Yeah. And so then I walked in there and it was like they're like we we put taps in and I'm like oh shit it was I, I believe it was I think it was Thanksgiving night. Ooh. Producer Dustin was here in town. It's a big party. Now. And he's like we got Flyer Red on here. I'm like all right Flyer Red let's go with it. So Flyer we start drinking Flyer Red, and then more and more and more and more and more and more. <laughs> 
And then yeah. she lit up. I was like, give me, give me another one. She gave me another one. She's like, oh, you blew the keg. I'll give this to you for free, but you got to chug it. And I was like, and then the, the, the oh, bar is like, chug, boy. chug, 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 as I'm chugging this like three quarters of a Pilsner oh. glass. Yeah. And then I woke up. On my bathroom floor, similar uh, to yeah. similar to after the um, J Todd night, I go through this periodically. <laughs> um, there's been a few episodes yeah, where yeah. I'll, I'll hit the Swainio was one of them. Also, yeah. um, David and um, David and Chris came in from Swainio and we killed an entire bottle of Jack bonded. Oh, nice. And, um, yeah, it was one of those like the night's over quickly. We were ten minutes from disaster. <laughs> we talk we talk yeah. about that where it's like. I listen back to the episode and I'm just starting to do the yeah 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 where you're you guys are fucking bit. awesome yeah you guys are fucking great I love, I, cool shit. I love your tacos yeah. and, um, <laughs> so if you hear that tonight we'll probably be rapping yeah, right, yeah. that's yeah. the clue hey, I'm yeah. not touching the bourbon though I can go on beer all night yeah, long that's true. I'm yeah. golden it's, it's the bourbon that red. gets me it's when we get roll. but yeah that well, was the draft well, we, usually hits you a little harder sometimes yeah. but we but we did I cut you off when we got yeah. talking about the six beers fly or light Fly light, fly light. How that's the newest. Straight that's the new fly one. Light. Yeah. How and and so I see what you did there. The University of Dayton, <laughs> all Smith. the stuff going on. The the Dayton loves the University of Dayton. Oh yeah, right? and it's I, the and prim- I'm, a, I'm a right state guy. I didn't, uh, I didn't unlike mean to go to Raiders. Raiders. <laughs> go Raiders yeah. I I did go to one year at Wright State and one year at UD, mm. and so I split. My you can time. claim both. Both my brothers graduated UD. I spent a lot of time. There. I lost my virginity at UD. <laughs> I lost my virginity. I didn't even go there. Yeah, <laughs> Carl, you were there. Carl, Remember you were there. <laughs> Tommy boy. <laughs> but so fly uh, light though. I mean, you you got the field house, which which yeah. B Rob's been. Are you guys? Are you part of that at all? No. Okay, so Farrell and and the Wooder and all yep. them are that, um, and it just keeps coming. Like let's invest in this. I'll say uh, movement because I, I'm seeing mobile DJs just set up in the ghetto. Oh like really? The, yeah. People Explain what the in, ghetto is to the ghetto, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the so, people listening, you don't know. So Dayton, the people from please. not Dayton that uh, they've seen the University of Dayton that even though they're all fixed up houses, they're now, all beautiful now. They are yeah. not what they, they were, were when not I was yeah. twenty five years no. ago. Not when I was and, there. Yeah, yeah, and they all look like shit. They're all beat up like shit and. Uh, the landlords did not oh. take care of it, and now it was it was just essentially a neighborhood of campus a housing. Neighborhood of campus yeah. housing, student housing, run down houses. Yeah, and it was like four blocks by five blocks or three blocks or whatever it was, and then there was a second one on the dark side. Oh yeah, dark side meaning because they didn't have any street lights forever and ever, right yeah. by a cemetery. <laughs> and so all there was a couple shit. reasons it's called yeah. the dark side. Yeah, the key, so, <laughs> key Faber and uh, Key Faber and Irving. This is a yeah. family show. We yeah, won't go right. there. So, it is not a family show. <laughs> no, no, no. Some people think it is. Yeah, it's I not. Don't know listen to this with the kids. So all that. Oh, I was going to have my though. kids listen. Yeah. Well, now's the time. Yeah. Um, yes. So, but you you see all that, and UD just has become uh, from who was pre Spina? Who was? Uh, uh, was it uh, Colin? Dan? No, uh, Dan? Yeah, Dan Curran. Curran. Excuse Curran, me. Curran Spina and the previous president between before uh, Ray Curran. Fitz. Yeah. Brother, brother, brother Ray. Ray. Yeah, they he was there just, when I was there. It was like, hey, you know what? This, this, all this area looks like shit. Mm-hmm. Let's get a couple houses and get a momentum. Yeah, and I, I don't mean to, you know, this is the marketing guy in me. Kind of like what you guys did. Let's put a plot down. Yeah, let's get some momentum and go and see what happens. 
And now UD's beautiful, and they're growing all these they're different directions. Well, stuff well, right, right now. Did yeah. you ever go to the foundry on Goth Industrial last night? Uh, I, I found have, a poster from that. Beautiful. Wow. <laughs> Goth Industrialist. I didn't tell that story on the show. It may Please. have been before pre-Mitch. Yeah. pre-Mitch. Or maybe he was just late. Yeah. So, uh, so before, <laughs> call, Kyle. before you guys you know, took took ownership of the foundry oh, on I'm, Wing. I'm well familiar yes, with its yes. history. Um, I was me and the former groundskeeper, my former boss, who's one of my best friends. I started the band I that I'm Jimmy in with him. Wine at the foundry. Did he? That's yeah. fantastic. Oh, Jump yeah. on it. Let's do it. Oh, that was Ride good. It, my pony. We used to cover that one of the band. Oh, good. Uh, yeah. But the, the uh, so yeah. a, a buddy of mine who we've actually had on the show. Shout out to Ben the pilot, the the American Airlines. Pilot oh yeah, he told me about, about him. He call he calls us and he's. Hammered, and he's like, it's, "It was his birthday." He's awesome. like, You're not out of my birthday. We're we're at the foundry. So I get a hold of my buddy Dan, who's who's like one of the most like just driest kind of non controversial guys you've ever met. The nicest dude, you know. If, if people are, are are believers in the afterlife, one of those guys is like in the that you know that's in like the top three. Like he's guaranteed to get into heaven. Oh, yeah. One of those guys. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but good sense of humor, great dude. But I'm like, let's go down to this foundry. Like, let's hang out and, and go out and meet my buddy Ben. And if w- with the way Warped Wing is now, they they took. Well, I know you remember it, but you, you walk. <laughs> I into demoed the, the yeah, shit out of all right, that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you you walk. You would walk into the door in the foundry, which is still the same door at Warped Wing. But there was like a a, a desk there that they would a table where they would you would pay your cover to get in. Yeah. And you'd have to go left, and the whole thing was walled to another door to actually get into yes. the bar. And um, so we go in, and there's this you know roughneck, burly dude working the door like security guard. Looked like Matthew Perry. Yeah, yeah, looks like Matthew Perry. And, um, no, he did not look like <laughs> no. him. Okay. And um, he, too looked soon. Like, he looked too like soon. refrigerator Perry. <laughs> and uh, but like, uh, so he's like, yeah, it's whatever ten dollars to get in. So we we pay the ten bucks. And after he takes our money, like an ass, he goes. You guys know it's goth industrialist night, right? <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't even know what that meant. Yeah, I, I, still I was don't like, know I was like 21, and sweet, was 23, sweet. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, I'm, I'm and, and I just funny. remember Dan going, okay. And, and so we're walking. <laughs> and, and, yeah, we're getting ready to turn in the door, and all I hear is Dan. Literally, I can I'll, as clear as day. I remember Dan go. What do you think he meant by that? <laughs> and we turn and go to the door, and it's all like people, like Nine Inch Nails is blaring, and people are like all sad, you know, and they're they're wearing like <laughs> they're all like, like jet black raincoats and shit. That's awesome. And like you yeah, walk in there, and it's like just blaring, like all this like Cure music and all this shit, oh. and like. My buddy Ben is not goth at all. Oh God! And he's oh, in the that's okay. goth industrial. Yeah. Right okay, oh, they yeah. wear the they gas masks. like that. And they were like looking at us, like, "What are you doing here, normal people?" And um, <laughs> like, yeah, kind of stink punk. Stink have you punk-ish. seen Have you seen the video of the people dressed like this? And they play uh, "All I Want for Christmas Is You," and they yeah. start going, "Oh yes, under the bridge, <laughs> under the bridge." I have seen that. It's yeah, fucking amazing. Yeah, that's hilarious. So did, like, uh, did you guys hook up that night? We, I, yeah. I didn't hook up that you night. Found with a anyone, but, that's uh, a shame. But yeah. we walked in. Oh, you know, and I got news for you. <laughs> <laughs> that means you can. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, uh, Dan, you know, Dan's all like, you know, he's like tricked out more than I am as far as like, you know, he's wearing like the the glowing kind of like sparkly like. Tight fit, like nice T-shirt, you know, like he's really? ready to go out. Yeah, yeah. Afflictions. Oh yeah. Oh no, no, he wasn't affliction. He was DTF. Guy, he was DTF. <laughs> he was definitely. And, 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 and then we walk in and we're like, "Where the fuck are these guys at?" And we turn and look and like back by where you go up to order the food now in that corner. Yeah, is my buddy Ben and like his three friends 
annihilated drunk and they have no idea what's going on around them. <laughs> no. Like none. They're just like having the, the blast, like a blast. And like all these people are just like, you know, like, you know, like fucking Tim Burton like the looking. Outsiders. Like, yeah. yeah, like Edward Scissorhands. Like they're, yeah. <laughs> they're like, Edward Scissorhands. And I walk up, I'm like, it's fucking, like you didn't tell us it was God. He's like, what are you talking about? Like he had no he had idea. No what idea. He'd been everyone, there for like an hour. Everyone <laughs> in the place was got it. It looked like a cure video. Like it was oh, everywhere. God. It was hilarious. Yeah, that's my favorite, my favorite favorite memory of the foundry that place has yeah. been a lot of stuff and yeah. you guys chose that but it's right in the heart of what's happening now yeah i mean we it's like to pay right homage there. to everything it was including goth industrial industrial, industrial? Yeah. you guys yeah. have that night yeah. still going that. on yeah, yeah. yeah. Still we're actually actually that's wednesday yeah. from noon to two now that i know joel's into it yeah. i'm gonna yeah. we're gonna bring it back no, but uh, that was a producer Dustin question that he sent forward. Yes. Do you think the ten ton crane could really lift up ten tons? Oh hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah! No doubt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Ten ton oatmeal stout and ten ton black lager was named after the 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 crane that is in the yes, in, in the, the foundry. It's yeah. over the it's over the brew house now, and it we uh, attached the grist hopper. To it, so we dropped the grain in through the grist hopper down into the mash tub. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, the guys. So the electrical. Uh, source was removed, so uh, our GC got on there with a spud bar and cranked that thing forward oh. over the brew. It was pretty awesome. That's That's a shit. Yeah, it was pretty That's awesome. Yeah. So I, I did uh, uh, improv at the Black Box. Uh, oh, sweet. Winter. A couple couple shows. It was horrible. We, it was. Oh, <laughs> shit. But we met at the Warped Wing. We always went to Warped Wing after. A lot of people go to the Barrel House. I'm like, Warped Wing. That's nice. the place to go. Oh, yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. That's the way yeah. to go. Appreciate that. that. Food Thank is you. delicious. The, the beers are even better. That's a Thank Cool yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a yeah. chill out when but it comes that. Now for the third time, I've cut off how Fly Light came together. Yeah, that's right. I don't think we should talk about yeah, it. Yeah. Right. If you don't know, you better. Act I'd rather it. talk about Goth Industrial yeah, Night. Yeah, it's true, 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 true. You got you to honor your roots. Have you ever heard of Sniffies? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> we'll get there don't don't yeah. ever look Whoa. into it. We'll Please tell you no. after. Please no. That's another time. So like I mean, so Fly Light. Yeah, for real. I think I think it's time. So we were on the path of creating a lighter logger, and uh, John was working something up on the pilot system, and I went to the University of Dayton had an NIL summit at the arena, and I was like, oh, I'll go check this out and learn more about what's going on with name, image, and likeness. You know, you guys know what's going on. Like, yeah, basically, ba- no, I just got this one. Yeah. Basically, the NCAA, you know, took the guardrails off. And said, "Okay, here you go. Yep. N- open season. Open season, <laughs> and uh, you know there are some state. It, I think it's regulated by the state, and uh, there are some things that student athletes can't do. They can't promote alcohol. They can't promote sex. They can't promote. I think rock and roll. There's a couple different things they can't do. Mm-hmm. But um, it was enlightening. You know, they had uh, Neil, the AD, was there. Uh, coach Grant, he was there too. Yep. Uh, Tamika, the women's coach, was there, and Matt Farrell, your boy Matt Farrell." Yep. And so they sat on a panel and they basically, you know, Neil gave this kind of state of the union of NIL and like what's going on and some of the crazy stuff that's happening with yep. student athletes and other programs. And I think um, every Utah football player just got a brand new pickup Ford, truck. Ford three two fifty. Yeah, two fifty. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. 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 I mean it's it's crazy. And yeah. so, you know, their big thing was, hey, NIL is here. And we need it. And so a lot of people in the room were corporate sponsors, season ticket holders, and um, 
and then me. And uh, so, hi, I'm Nick. Hi. What, do, what does NIL stand for? Name, image, and likeness. Name, name, image, and okay. So, student athletes, you know, it used to be you couldn't even buy them a cheeseburger, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, right, it's crazy. Right. Oh yeah. And yeah. now, but you know, you've got. You've got people, like you. rich alumni, paying guys, you know, four hundred thousand dollars to sign autograph, which is not how it's supposed to be. But it's right. they technically they have to, you know, perform something to get paid, like do an advertisement, you yeah. know. And so, you know, the whole message was we need we need nil, uh, but we want to do it the Dayton way, which is you know respectable. They want to keep you know in line with you know how they operate and um, their code of ethics and everything, and so. It was really enlightening to me. I, I learned a lot in that that small uh, session. And afterwards, I huddled up with Neil and Matt Farrell, and I was like, "Dude, my wheels are spinning right now." I said, "You know, we should do a beer." You know, I'm not scared of the polarization of NIL. You know, there's a lot of people that are like, "Oh, yeah. you shouldn't pay these athletes," right, right. and you know. Whatever side you're on, you know, it doesn't matter. It's here and it's real. And you got these coaches making multi-million dollars. And, you know, no offense, people aren't showing up to watch the coach. They're showing up to see these these student-athletes play. And so we got huddled up and the wheels started spinning. And and so, uh, you know, I brought in one of my buddies, Colin, from Hyperquake. And I said, I need you to help me frame this up. Because, you know, I want want to pitch this to – you know, Neil, even though NIL was separate, we could have just did this. We could have just did Fly yeah. Light, Dayton Sixth. Mm-hmm. You know, Dayton, Dayton Sixth is the collective. That's yeah. Matt Farrell's collective. So, you know, they're, most of the money goes into the collective, and then they handle paying these athletes. And they, they have contracts. Right. They work with the agents. They're very dialed in. With, Which is awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's awesome that you can pull pull that together. There's there's a guy that does all the Michigan athletics here yeah. in the area. Uh, used to play for Michigan. There's a guy that does Ohio State that lives uh, just north of town. Oh, right. There's on. people that pull all of this stuff together. That that, but it's it's tough for the student athletes. They'll just have yeah. an Instagram page and say for people call contact this number. Mm-hmm. But instead, you're finding it the, the Dayton way. The, yeah, pulling it through Dayton six and saying. You know what, University of Dayton people like University of Dayton here. Yeah, let's pull it together and let's do it the right way. Yeah, and they're right? doing. I mean, they're doing like, um, like charitable work. They're doing some really good stuff. You know, and uh, you know, you can of course you can pay athletes. Like if if I was Warped Wing or you know Lee's Chicken, I could you know pay an athlete to do an ad myself. But it's a lot easier you know through the collective because they've got. They know about the contracts. They've they've got all the expertise. And so, you know, we put this story together. Colin and his team did a great job coming up with the brand, um, Fly Light. And, you know, we put this deck together and pitched it to Neil. Neil loved it. And then uh, we wanted to get the blessing by the uh, Spina, Eric Spina. (laughs) And uh, he gave it the blessing uh, because it was done in the right way, in the Dayton way. And uh, we just launched color it. Color scheme the right way. Yeah. Well, it you know that's the beautiful thing about it is UD's colors are red, white, and blue. And yeah. oh, so yeah. even when we come out of season, you know we're going to come into like summertime, big right. beer selling, right. light beer, America. Did I <laughs> America? <laughs> right. America. Yeah. And I think I think we need that. And what's in, more American than inventing flight? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's right. We own that yeah. shit. Yeah. We own yeah. that exactly. shit. Exactly. And uh, so, you know, I think. Um, it's been a fun project, and we just launched the beer onto the market on Monday. Which we were we were going to try and get to. Yeah. So this is like brand new. Yeah. This is brand new. Yeah, like brand it launched new. last week. No, it was 
Yeah. Like no, it was last ago. week. Last week. Yeah. Yeah, because the Ohio State game, it launched at the arena officially for it's the like first time. It's old. Yeah. 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 So oh, it's, yeah, it's it's brand new out game. there. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So we pulled it together pretty quickly. Yeah, I, I mean, was going to say that. I mean, that, that's that's a lot to put together. Your dude, yeah. uh, Colin, from yeah. Microquake. I mean, that's a lot to pull. Marketing is not an overnight thing. No. Right? So It's not. To, to but his team's happen, pretty badass down there. Awesome. And they, they put together, I mean, just after one kind of – Uncovery meeting, exploratory meeting. They put together the Flylight brand. Uh, we went we went back and forth on the color scheme. Landed on this, and uh, they came up with the name of the beer. And you know, does Hyperquake do all your designs for cans? <coughs> they they're new, so we they did our brand refresh. If okay. you notice, our logos uh, new. Yeah, um, we wanted to get the logo on top of our cans. That's something we wanted yeah, for yeah. a long that was time. Timmy was talking about yeah. earlier. Yeah. Yeah. So we wanted Both the hierarchy. The yeah. yeah. So they did a brand refresh for us. Um, some subtle tweaks. They helped us flush out our mission, vision, core values. Um, they did a lot of good work for us. I mean, yeah. and that was kind of driven by we went from 40 employees to like 160. And so the message was from when to when? From like COVID, you know, like before COVID. And then we opened Springboro. We went from 40 to 75 people. Then we opened Mason like a year later and went to Gorgeous like. Gorgeous place, by the way. Thank I've, you. I've been just. I, I, have, been, I haven't been in it since it's become Warped we, Wing. We I've left, been in it when it was Brazen Head. Yeah, but. we left uh, uh, Kings Island one day and just went there. And I was like. This place is not only gorgeous. It's cool as hell. But I, I've been told that the menu's a little different at every place too. No, no, menu's no. the same, except for downtown. Food 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 the food menu is the same. Okay. Yeah, right. we we're they not did, we're not um, that stupid. Like Mitch's friends are what we what we learned. What we learned. <laughs> our business is complex enough without yeah, having like right. different food <laughs> items. So yeah. like uh, we let's let let sleeping dogs lie. Yeah, yeah. yeah we have <laughs> enough problems. Right. But, but the, the building is gorgeous. Sits thanks. on that corner right there by the tower. Yeah, uh, it's got so much just pull yeah. immediately to it, and and there's so much going on in Mason already. Yeah, but that, and there's more coming. Yeah, Westchester, like, go over to Mason. Yeah, mm. yeah. Thank you, Timmy. It, it almost feels like <laughs> when you go down that street, you dead end into your building. It really yes. does. It goes yep. in the four yep. different loops. It's it's kind of weird access, but like. We're never going to get access across that railroad right, track. Right. We're going to die with that. So and you have like fountains and water out front, correct? Yeah, there's a pond with a yeah, fountain. Yeah, yep. and then you know, but most people know, you know, since it was Brazenhead for 13 years, yeah. like they know how to get in there. And then you know that WLW is a big development. They got a flying ace car wash. They got yeah. more stuff planned. So the more you know attraction to that area will just make it easier for people to find us and and don't forget the udf after you get done with your food god you that udf's beautiful yeah it's yeah. the best udf <laughs> i've ever freaking seen uh, i'm, I'm a big so fan I, <laughs> well they've got so tell me about how food. great mike sells and casados are mitch you sound like i don't think i've had right casados in a decade <laughs> I, you I, have it casados and i should i should dude you need to revisit that right now like i just saw chip casano is a friend of mine shout out chip what's up he uh they make some good pizza dude yeah yeah they got the salty crust dude yeah, it's, a, i love salt it's such so a fine sodium. line though man like yeah. like the, the it, they can do it when it's done well it's good but they it's it's got a finer line where it can be fucked up very easily yeah that's the like unfortunate the, thing about casanos it's very true yeah. it's Yours, like it's least. like joel it with the white rabbit that's right it's that's a right. fine yes. line there's a cut off don't tell me to chug that beer because it's all over yeah all right i gotta ask a question about yeah. Uh, how a beer council? 
Yeah. I'm do a little plug for my boy. Adam. Absolutely. So you're, you're such you're, an ass kisser, Mitch. attorney is yeah. uh, a high school friend of mine all the way back. But but doctor lover yeah so you guys you guys put that plan together you guys contacted them and then they launched an entire beer council out of what they did with you yeah and I I mean I guess you're right that is the kind That's of the true chain of those events words that they told me um but those dudes like Got Adam us. and Kevin Connell you know yeah. they're I it's funny they're our attorneys but I we always like doctor. Yeah, doctor. What's up, doctor? No, they they keep us out of trouble, and uh, they've helped us out tremendously over the years. And it's nice. I've recommended them to a lot of other breweries because they know a lot of shit. Like they know the beer industry, they know the law, and that's very valuable. And they know, you know, Adams helped me a ton with trademark law. Yeah. Um, you know, we were with somebody else for a while, and I moved that business over to him. And he's very proactive. Like he just hit me up on Flyer Red. We needed to update you know our graphics and uh he's always on it protected yeah Yeah. you gotta protect about protection but like going back to that with like the copyright law and stuff like was there any issue when we were talking about the wright brothers you know what that guy had whatever his name was i can't remember that was drawn in 1859 or whatever i'm glad you asked joel yeah (laughs) uh yes there is so yeah it is the rule is a hundred if i if i have this remembered right 150 years plus the life of the author. And so we got it. It was barely, though. Barely. Barely. Interesting that they put that in there. The life of. Yeah, that's. I mean, we had to research that. We're like, I don't know that we can just grab this wing. But if, if, like, just for my, my thought process, if it had been not. Who does the family own like the right to that? How does that even work? I don't even know if anybody would have caught it. It's so distant. And obviously, we didn't copy it like verbatim like we sharpened it and and changed some detail yeah inspired it but no dude we always try to do things right so it doesn't come back to haunt us right and so yeah it was like a hundred or maybe it was a hundred years plus the life of the it was something crazy but my trademark attorney at the time uh looked it up and it was like yeah dude you're good you're good you're good yeah Yeah. so like as far as your production goes i know timmy wants to chime in on some of this stuff timmy timmy's an amateur beer uh brewer himself Oh, right on man cartographer yes he has dreams of when he <laughs> retires uh, being one of your competition. Yeah, that's oh, and, uh, and watch okay. out because he'll be coming right at you. Oh, God. <laughs> but I'm like, like scared. What, Shaking uh, in his boots. <laughs> you're, you're, so your your main production your facility is the Wyandotte in, yeah, in, in downtown Dayton. How much how much volume comes out of that, comes out of the Wyandotte location? Like how big are your, what are they, hoppers essentially? What are they, you know the terminology. Right, right. How many barrels is this? Is the How big is your system at Wyandotte? Our system down at Wyandotte. So ninety percent of the volume comes out of Wyandotte. No we shit. do that includes canning Holy and kegs. Yeah, we have a Damn. small pilot system in Springboro, okay. but that's a three and a half barrel system. Um, which, if we think about it in terms of volume, uh, three and a half barrels is about seven kegs. You know, okay. big half barrel kegs at one time. At one time, okay. that's just a way to conceptualize barrels, right? Okay. Um, the the Brew house downtown is 30 barrels. And so we have 30 barrel, so that's like 60 kegs of volume. Now, it doesn't necessarily always equate like that, but... And how many um, cans go into a keg? Uh, it's 6.8 cases, equivalent to one half barrel keg. 150 plus cans. Yeah. Okay. I didn't do the math on that, but that yeah. sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> Feels and, good. And so we have we have 60 barrel fermenters. We started out with 360s. So we double batch, mm-hmm. and then we've got some ninety barrels, uh, 
and then we've got some 120s. Okay. So I think I think we could probably do up to ten to twelve thousand barrels out of there. I mean, we're not that big, you know. I mean, we're we seem big in the Dayton thing, but I we're mean, really yeah, not yeah. that big in, in the grand scheme. in the grand scheme. Oh, yeah. I have yeah. a buddy that works for Miller Coors out of Trenton. What's his name? Uh, Anthony Walden. I don't know. No, I know a couple He's guys like down there. Douchebag. <laughs> no, no, no. I know he like doesn't know about the other processes that go on besides whatever he is, what he specialized is, in. Yeah, exactly. yeah I, I have a buddy Sean Jimenez that works down there. So I was just and another guy Mark Fenner, who uh, is a descendant of the Dayton Triangles. Oh no oh, shit! Yeah, he nice. was in the Triangle. See how we came back full circle. Yeah, full circle. Uh, yeah. Mark Fenner runs the canning line, and oh. he said they do. I think that can line runs like 1,200 cans a minute. Ours does like oh. 150. 150 a minute? a minute? Yeah. So that so just how, gives how you... How many different... Oh, that's insane. How many different of all these, like, as far as the organization goes, that's what I'm trying to wrap my head around. The beer is good, though. You have six, you know, you said you have six, you know, the marquee ones. Yeah, yeah the core beers, core brands, yeah. How many different, how many of those, are all those all simultaneously being brewed? No, I mean, John. so John... Handles all the forecast, or not the forecast, but the production schedule. So okay. he, you know, based on the sales forecast, will produce beers as as they're needed. So, um, so you'll be producing more, like say Trotwood or, or yeah, this. or Gamma Bombs, our number one selling beer. So we'll be that's producing. Your, that's your number one selling one. No yeah. shit. Yeah. And so is that one made more frequently? Yeah. So and that's like a a two week turn time. All our loggers are pretty much four weeks because. There's two types of beer. I don't know if you guys know this, but most people don't. Good and and bad. (laughs) Ales and lagers. So there's really two types of beer. You got ales and you got lagers. Ales are stout, you know, porter, brown, you know, amber, IPA. And those are traditionally like two weeks if they're like a a basic ABV because those are fermented warm. So anytime you have heat to a process, you know, those are warm fermented. And then lagers are cold fermented. So, and that's what gets them. Takes longer. And so that's what gets, you know. How much longer? Sorry. Traditionally two weeks. Yeah. I mean, if it's a bigger lager, it could take six weeks. You know, it might be a Pilsner that's got to really finish out. And, uh, but most of ours are four week time, turn time from brew to package. So when they do one, when it, does it vary every time that they do the amounts? Is it uh, kind of sets up? So if if you're running, whatever you know, um, Trotwood or or this, from there, do you know exactly every time you make it how many cans you're going to get? Yes, immediate like off the top before you even start brewing it. Yeah, I mean, John will write the production schedule, and it's already got you know when he brews the batch, he's got later down in the schedule what they're packaging. So how many half barrels of that's coming out? How many cases are coming okay. out? Six packs? How many 12 packs? How many, you know, if if that's the case. So, yeah. yeah, he's got the plan written out. And so he brews it. He knows the batch size. And he knows what we're taking as far as packaging splits on that as well. Do you guys ever struggle to keep up? Um, Not, not, not since before COVID. I mean, it's kind of, uh, you know, I think with Flylight. You know, it will. I think <laughs> we'll get there. I think yeah, this yeah, is right. probably because you know, not only is this a light lager, but we're pricing this at domestic pricing. Like this is oh, eight ninety nine a six pack. The twelve packs are going to drop Thanksgiving week. Those are twelve ninety nine. So okay. you guys have deal. no excuse That's to a not. Big deal. Right, it's a right. big deal. So that would be my, hey, just so you know, 
Uh, somebody brought over Miller Lights one time to my place. Yeah, I said, take That's them his home with you. Beer. Really? His take them home beer. with you. No, we. I don't. I can get after, down with some Miller after, after Fly but Light. Now that I Fly Light, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I said, I said, take it home with you. My fridge only has warped wing in it. That's right. It has. Are you just trying to get in my pants? Are you trying to get your pants? Then I ran out, kicked him in the throat. Yeah. Are you just trying to get in my pants, Mitch? I already did those rules. I did. I said, Doyle, I got a feeling your whole family's going down on Doyle. No, I. I really only have two Trotwoods in my fridge right now. The only two, there are only two left that are back. So, oh, yeah, nice. they've been yeah. in there since. Well, the I appreciate you. Since over, Nom, them there. Since, um, yeah. <laughs> since Nom, yeah. nice. He's more of a white call guy. It's yeah. everything's yeah. fine. Truly, as I drink my juicy, yeah. which is what they called me in high school. They called you juicy after juicy. fatty, after yeah. fatty, fatty, fatty climber, fatty climber, middle school, they him in middle and school. juicy, was juicy, high school, fatty, fatty, juicy. Could be worse. Amos will tell you that. Oh yeah, big, big butt, Mitch. big butt, Mitch. Going back to the beginning when when you're ta- when you guys when John is the brewer correct yeah. when he starts brewing this your 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 first ones before you guys have even opened I'm assuming no. you guys tasted all of this shit before it no. went to no, oh, no, kidding. no, <laughs> no, really? no. I'm glad you asked that because that's yeah. a fun story. Like that's how much trust we have in John. It's like we told him. I mean, we didn't have a pilot system, and he John had never home brewed a day in his life. Oh. Yeah. He was only a commercial brewer. You know, he was an architect, and then he moved out to Seattle and got a job at a brew pub making sandwiches and then ended up in the brew house. No shit. And so, yeah, I mean, he was never homebrewed in his life. And so we just told him, like, hey, here's what we make. And he wrote the recipe, and that's how we do it. I mean, now we have a pilot system, so, like, if we, we'll we try some stuff and, T- you know. Tell the people at home what's or the wherever they're at, what's a pilot system? So a pilot system is usually, like, your your test batch. Right, it's your innovation plant, you know, small batch stuff. Like okay. we came out with seltzers. Well, we made that in three and a half barrels instead of thirty because thirty's a hell of a lot of beer or seltzer well, if you don't it, get it, it right. It sucks. Yeah, <laughs> it sucks. You're, which one's we, confident on the? Seltzers? We've only poured down, I think, one beer in the history of Warped Wing. Uh oh, what was that? Uh, it was called Dark Summer. It was a rosemary porter. It was for goth industrialists. It was for goth industrialists <laughs> night. They were trying to bring them back. Yeah. yeah. So, what was it again, though? Rosemary it was called Porter. It was called Dark Summer, and it was a rosemary porter. And once you have too much rosemary in there, you can't go uh, back. Oh, gotcha. So uh, you just poured it out. Didn't even hit the shelf. No, we just... we we threw. What did we put in there? You put some apricots in there. You tried to put some stuff in there, and it was just like no uh, way, dude. Oh, so. I like I like so, that you guys do the. Uh, experimental batches there mm-hmm. at Wyandotte. I had a plum wheat. I think I think, I think it was a plum, plum wheat. wheat. Yeah, said, this, yeah. this was years ago, but yeah, it was actually really good. Yeah, it's it's fun. I mean, that's a way to bring people in, try new stuff, small batch. You never know when it's going to be gone, so get get How your ass you, in there. Do you guys get on it before they decide to release it, though? I know the the initial ones, you know, you trust the brewer, but surely he's back there like a fucking you know lunatic. Trying yeah. to like <laughs> dial, dial these things in, like anyone who's that good at it is like, it's not right. Yeah, you know, like like you know, yeah. Fucking, yeah. Oh, but I can like, only imagine when he feels when he feels mouth. like he's got something and he's got it. Does he yeah. bring you guys in to be like, try this? What do you think? Or Absolutely. you're just like, yeah. I mean, they'll. So what's cool about what we do is like, I, from sales and marketing, I will request stuff based on what's happening out in the market. Uh I'll say, John, we need to make a juicy IPA or we need, you know, radio vision. We need a hazy, you know, right. But also him and his brewers, they just make stuff that they want to make. Right. And so like, sometimes that shit hits and it's like, okay, cool. We didn't know we needed that until our customers told us it's the baddest beer 
you know, baddest ass beer in the, you know, we've ever made. So it, it's, it's all that. Yeah. So will they just run kind of like random kegs uh, in the tap room to see how people react to them? Yeah. So they'll, they'll brew it on the pilot system. So, uh-huh. you know, they'll single batch or double batch, which is seven kegs or seven kegs or four, even 14 kegs. If we so double back, yeah. it's not a lot because oh, between yeah, four I mean, tap yeah. rooms, that shit's gone. Yeah, you know, it yeah, goes quickly. quick. It's so especially if Joel's there, just chuck it. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Throwing it up. Chuggling yeah. 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 You, guys need, you need to do some more peach shit. Tell him that. Peach? I'm, I'm a sucker for some peach shit. <laughs> I love peach. We have a peach oh seltzer, like peach, peach mango. No, no, no. Like peach wheats. Peach wheats. Oh, dude, I will fuck up some peach wheats. Okay. Variety right. of wheats, you guys. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I'm great. a sucker for a wheat, man. Definitely. It's, all right. Oh, all peach day wheat. Long. Peach wheat. I tried. To, I tried I've to twist his arm, Mitch. Juicy IPA until tonight. This yeah. is great. That's good, this right? Is, is good. Like but, yeah. Before so you, before you got here, Mitch, I tried to twist his arm and get us to tell us they're releasing the Esther's little secret tomorrow, the new oh. one, and he won't tell us. He held strong. He won't tell us what it's going to be. Okay. Well, this won't come out. <laughs> We already, tried. Tried. We, already we already tried. tried. We already tried. We already tried. I will tell you guys. I'll a, be in San I will tell you guys tomorrow. a bunch of shit, but yeah. I will not tell you that. <laughs> but have you, have, you, have you tried it? It's <laughs> fantastic. You think it's fantastic? Ooh. I tried it yesterday, uh, and I usually don't try it until the release night. Is, and it, is it just going to be in the tap rooms initially? Yeah. So it's a cool program oh, no because and go home. No, you can purchase gold. Oh, okay, okay. So, like, nobody will know until they get to the tap room tomorrow night. What it is. What it is. And that's by design, and we work really hard to keep that secret. What time does this happen? Tomorrow? Yeah, I know. Four o'clock. Oh. Four o'clock. Oh. So, do you want to go down there tomorrow? Do what do you got going on tomorrow? I ain't got shit going on tomorrow. No, I will probably go down there. Go down there. Yeah. It'd be awesome to see you guys. Is it? Is it yeah, all we'll your tap it. rooms or just the wind out? Just wind out tomorrow night. And you guys always done that. It's always been just wind Always. Right? Well, and then it'll hit. I think it releases to the other ones the next day, but the secret's out. But so the it's day like, of the day, yeah, okay. Yeah, so it's kind of fun because people will get there, and it's like the early adopters, right? They they get there, and then they start blasting on, it's it's this, this it's peanut brittle porter, yeah. it's this. I mean, dude, yeah. it's so hashtag, fun. Hashtag. It's so fun to watch it. And uh, I mean, that's great, though, that you'll be uh, the, yeah. the hot topic. Yeah, I mean, Absolutely. for one night a year. Go back to college yeah. and think about you as an entrepreneur. Uh, God, in oh, shit. I barely made it through. Right but they want it. They they're they're tweeting about your stuff. That is cool, man. I would tell you that it's is awesome. People ask me like, "What's your favorite thing about you know Warped Wing?" And I was like, "Dude, you know, starting something from nothing." And not only that, you've created something that people enjoy. Yeah. Dude, that is a trip. I mean, that is such a cool cool feeling. And on uh, top of it, you're incredibly successful with it. Well, and that's, I mean, that's what, thank I mean, you. But yeah, right, No, yeah, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, it, it's Joel's not. trying to lick you. No, I mean, I am, I am. I'm just trying to get that <laughs> Esther's little secret out of it. But, uh, but, <laughs> it's going to be a dirty secret. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's dirty Esther's secret. dirty secret out of it. But like. Esther, no, that, that, no, my, I mean, that this, is my grandma's name. By it the is way. like like it's, it's, it's like a prime example. Like our podcast, we do. We have a lot of you know, we have a lot of people that listen to it, and a lot of people that compliment us on how great it is. But like the the metrics are measurable with yours. <laughs> like yeah. you know, you have you've you, this is something that you you've started from the beginning. You've seen it grow to what it is, and it's successful. It's making you successful. 
in you know beyond people just telling you that it's great like you can look at it and go like no it is great because our fucking numbers are amazing yeah, yeah. and you know we have four locations three the of metrics. them we didn't even want but the people demand yeah. it so we got to do it you That's know it's cool. like yeah it, it's and i mean it's become the i mean it is the beer synonymous with dayton it is to me absolutely there's no I doubt mean, even and no offense to dayton beer company they do a lot of great things yeah great tap room and yeah it's and awesome Pete and his team done a great job they've down done there. awesome yeah but they need to work not, on their roof I don't think on the outdoor stage because it leaks water when it rains <laughs> oh, yeah yeah we need to work on that but yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they've continued to grow and they've got the party rooms and all yep. that like they've done great yeah. stuff yeah their pizza's um, good down there and, and all that but when I think of Dayton war Dayton craft I think a warp to win yep. I mean that is that is the thank thought. you and then also after the pigskin classic me and Adam Armstrong we got that whole party room yeah at your spring Springboro location so you were saying uh, you were at one location right forever and then they're like hey we're putting to this Springboro what city center or whatever they call yeah, it. yeah right station right station yeah and 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 we want something and, and we'll we'll work with you we'll pull it together uh, you don't have to go into too many details but you I mean you were hesitant at first well um so uh, let me tell you how that all connected. So um, Synergy Mills Barnett Development, mm -hmm. they redid that uh, accounting firm downtown right outside of yep. our um, yeah, RSM. RSM. Yep. Thank you. And uh, so we got to know those guys. Uh, we, we leased the parking after oh, hours. That's how it came together. Okay. Yeah. So um, Mills Barnett and Synergy were awarded that that contract for Wright station. For Wright station yeah. So they originally came to us and they said, Hey, do you have any interest of opening a tap room in Springboro? And we, you know, we had talked about, and, and sorry to cut you off, but when somebody says, Hey, do you have any interest? It's like, Hey, we'd like you to come. We'll, we'll be favorable, but you got to make a big investment. Yeah, by the correct. Way. Yeah, so oh, it's, yeah, it's also nice to be asked. It's nice that. to be asked, absolutely. But it's yeah. also like, oh shit, here's a whole business plan I have to create. Okay. No, and um, no, I mean it but was. It's, it's yeah. definitely nice to be asked, and and you know we were we had different priorities at the time. You know we had that warehouse, the old Heidelberg wine warehouse yeah. off Leo and Deeds, and we were getting jacked around by the the building owners there, and no you know, yeah, it's just a crappy situation. So we had already started the conversation of like, okay, if we do another warehouse, we got to put a retail component on it because uh, it turns it from a, just a liability on the balance sheet to like possibly a profit center. Yeah. You know, when you're just leasing warehouse space, like in your brewery, how could you do it and make money? Right. Yeah. And so learn that over the years of being yeah. part of it now. Yeah. So we had already looked and talked internally like, okay, well, where would we go? Right. What are the hot places? And Springboro was definitely one of them. Absolutely, Beaver yeah. Creek. You know, we had a short list of communities that we were looking at. So when they came to us, we're like, no, we're really not looking to open a tap room, but we need a warehouse. Mm -hmm. And so they went back to the city, and the city was like, okay, we'll give you the warehouse if you open a tap room. And we're like, oh, wow. You know, that's, that's a game changer because, you know, to give us that kind of space within a marquee development, you just oh, yeah. don't get that. So the city of Springboro, you know, kudos to those. And Chris Pizzuto, my yeah. dude, uh, the city manager. This is awesome. Yeah, he is. And, uh, you know, they really – yeah, Shackelford, he's the man. And uh, they they really made us feel like they wanted us. And, you know, looking at the deal, it worked. And so we went for it. Yeah, and uh, it became our hub. It became our self-distribution hub, um, our pilot system, our barrel aging facility. And um, 
Yeah. And if I remember right, you guys kind of came into uh, some Indiana brewery or someplace else was kind of liquidating some of their their stock and some of the the systems that you used came from another place. Or was that Wyandotte? Uh, like been, old Fred Pallant told me about it. <laughs> that might have been Pallant? that might have been down in Wyandotte. We, we got we got uh, <laughs> was was you and Fred was the, the I don't need a fancy cologne to okay. tell me Oh, absolutely. I, I love I love Fred Pallant. Skin bracer so smells I great. You know this, Fred Pallant. His parents and my dad went to high school together and graduated from Catholic Central High School in 1964. Oh, sweet. So <laughs> I've so I've known the Pound stories. Dude, since it doesn't get better than Fred Pound. I will tell you that right now. I've tried right? to get Fred to come back to Warped Wings several times. I had a lit, I had a lit teacher left. named Mrs. Pallant. We called her ODP for Old Dirty Pallant. That's an amazing name. I know. She was, yeah, she was, and, she was and obsessed with Africa. Claim. She yeah. was obsessed yeah. with Wu-Tang Africa. Claim, yeah. She went on safari over there, but she would like always make us look at pictures of her ODP, that she took in Africa. Out. ODP, she's got to be dead by now. There's no, she was old. <laughs> One love. I so. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, anyways. but Fred, when he left, I mean, his whole thing was when he was brewing with you guys I did. and working. He got that next chemist job because of what he did with you. He's awesome, man. I I tried to get him to to come back, and then he just he said, "I'm out of here, moving to Louisville." Yeah, I scared him away. I saw him uh, at the Dragons game a couple weeks ago. They do not a couple weeks, a couple months ago. And <laughs> I said, that guy. I no. said, Fred, dude, you, you look awesome. Yeah, like he's lost some weight. He's, oh, good. Uh, he's, he's, he looks so much healthier than yeah. when you were at Warped Wings. Yeah, you, no, I, <laughs> I, I, I've known him since he was little, right? So I was just like, "You look awesome. Uh, you look, you look excited." He's like, "No, I miss it here, though. Uh, so I want to cool. come back." Yeah, he's how many dude. employees company wide do you guys have now? I think we're up to like 170, 175 now. That's, that's awesome. now Is that's not all full time, like, part time, uh, yeah. part time. But like, uh, I mean, you have like. I mean, you have sales reps that that yeah. cover the area and I've, stuff like that. Uh, it's not just you. No, yeah, I just I you. handle all the chain accounts like uh, Kroger and Meyer and you know the headquarter call. Okay. I handle okay. that. Um, I've got three sales guys, and then uh, the one guy who covers the north is like our sales director too. So he's by the north, like uh, uh, Huber Heights, Inglewood, Tip oh, City. Okay. You know, up not, there, not like. Uh, the Pacific Northwest. No, Pacific. not how that far. Like how far yeah, from is, what I was is your is your 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 diameter? So we now our self distribution is all the way up to like Troy, Piqua, and then all the way south to like, I mean, really Springboro. We go down to like Hidden Valley Orchard. Okay. down okay, there. Cool. I've um, there a few times too. Yeah, yeah. that's a cool spot yeah, down it is there. Not bad. Um, and then we have distributors in Cincinnati. Distributors in Finley, uh, Toledo, and then one in Columbus. And that's so you, it. So you guys just push the product to the distributors yep. there, then they distribute. They so how far? What is the <laughs> furthest away that somebody can get Warped Wing? Like it, probably East Side Columbus. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. It just seems yeah, like it's it's like we're bigger than that. Yeah, it yeah. really it, it really does. Way, it really yeah. feels like that. Like, yeah. Well, that's cool. I'm, I mean, I yeah. love that, but it we're we're trying to keep it tight by design. Like, I don't uh, I don't want to get over our skis. Growth. Yeah, it's and like same, yeah, it's like what we we were talking about earlier about certain other breweries, which well, you know, off the air, we're not going to name any names, sure. but certain ones that we that seem to get very big very quickly and seem to be 
possibly struggling now. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, it's it's the same thing as like I've always talked about. If I ever owned a bar, I would never want to own some massive uh, a bar that's at the fucking Green or at Austin Landing where you got to yeah, pay all this it gets massive rent. It, it, it's know. very harder yeah. to control that if it gets too big. You got to keep it successful and just eye on the prize. Yeah, yeah. If I Which, made that cherry blonde bomb. Bomb you ever bomb. had that from Front Street Brewing? I would Brewing? get that shit out there. In, in, oh, I know. Uh, in, in Front where? Street Brewing's out of Davenport, Iowa. They have this uh, cherry bomb one. Oh my god, it's pretty good. It's, yeah. We, we yeah. drank a four pack on the last episode. We <laughs> I did. Mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're they're right there on the river on the Mississippi River in Davenport. Mississippi, uh, the Mississippi, and it's like this this cherry, slightly cherry hinted lager. That like everyone that when they serve it, they serve it with a Marciano or yeah, Marciano, Marciano, Rocky Marciano. Rocky Marciano. I'm every time I bring up a black yeah. box and a white box, yeah. we bring up Rocky hey, Marciano. You were Rocky Marciano. It's like he was 150 years old when he was 150 years and, uh, old when he bought. <laughs> That's the best scene in that movie. <laughs> That's the best scene. You know, coming to coming America. To America. Yeah. The yeah. Guys, yeah, But they, they they serve it with a cherry in it. Over there, it's like oh, the, right it's, it's oh my god, it's amazing. On the head. And every really time is. I'm over near Iowa, like right on the border, you know, in again, probably the same distribution area as Warped Wing has. Yeah, out of Davenport, some of it finds its way to Chicago, some of it gets to Des Moines, but it's all kind of in that area. Yeah, keep it tight there. Yeah, keep it tight. Oh my keep god, the beer's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's we great. We were talking about incremental growth today, and and just like. You know, with I told you my company got bought, and yeah. now they're looking at okay, how do we make it big quick, right? And the company's been around 107 years, yeah. And they did incremental growth, incremental growth, but COVID changed things yeah. in aviation, and changed it, things in everything. But I mean, yeah. Yeah, 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 great point. But you didn't like Warped Wing did not go into three more restaurants until COVID. Yeah, I mean, and so COVID was a, a kick in the balls. It still is. But you guys have flourished since then. Yeah, I mean, we were too far down the road on Springboro. Okay. I mean, that project was down the road. So, like, the money had been spent, and it's like, okay, here we go. And actually coming out of that, you know, we learned a new competency, you know, food service, you know, full service restaurant, brew pub, tap room style. And, you know, it was crazy. I mean, it was hectic opening that in COVID, August of 2020. Oh. I mean... I was, I was sweeping there. tables. John was running food. I mean, it, we had to shut back down. Be, our, our guys almost had nervous breakdowns. I mean, because it was we couldn't hire anybody. We didn't have enough people. Um, you know, <laughs> people wouldn't wear masks. They were throwing fits. I mean, it was just nuts, like pandemonium and very anti-mask down there. Oh, yeah. very, very <laughs> conservative. I from masks, some of the, uh, yeah. It's a, yeah. I, I'm a regular at Mr. Burroughs. Yeah, yeah. Joel got um, stabbed. Once. Players down there, and there was a lot of uh, yeah. anti anti mask uh, downtown uh, mask. No problem. Yeah, Warren County altogether is all that yeah. way. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, we had but, some interesting cases where uh, oh, grown adults. Oh yeah, yeah, throwing fits. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, the, but you know, we came out of that, and it was like, dude, I think it saved our business. I mean, okay. you know, we came out of that. Uh, you know, downtown was severely impacted. Everybody's in the suburbs. And so we were able to capitalize on people moving out of there, working from home. And um, it taught us a new avenue of our business. And so then another opportunity presented itself in Mason. You know, um, some guys, you know, they closed down. They, they were paying on the building, probably, you know, in some sort of trouble. I mean, if they would have kept going. And so we worked out a deal with them, helped them out, helped us out. So, so you took over for Brazen Head. 
for uh, it was Basil's. Basil's. The guys at oh, Basil's. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I knew it was some. I was. I think I was telling him. I'm like, yeah, it was we something in between that. Brazen yeah. Head and Wolfwing. Yeah. Basil's. It was Basil's. Like so Troy Basil's. Yeah, Troy Basil's. And okay. so they went down there and um, they got hit hard by. Yeah, COVID. I mean that's COVID a and that's balls. a big building. Uh, to ru- I mean, yes. for any concept, for any restaurant concept, I mean, we're finding out the hard way. It's a lot of ground to cover. You got to be very strategic in running that mm-hmm. operation. And uh, so I think we helped them out. And, and you know, I Jeff uh, with Basil's, you know, asked me to get a coffee and we started talking and um, we were able to come to a deal that was uh, amicable to both parties. And we took over that spot and it gave us a, a you know, a presence in northern Cincinnati, yeah. uh, something that we always wanted. And, um, it's been great. It's been a great market for us, and uh, we got a great team of people down there. Um, and it definitely is a different market than what yeah, we've been. I mean, it, is. it is. It is. And the suburbs are different. Yeah, I mean, we, we exactly. came from an urban environment. Um, are the suburbs easier, do you think? No, they're just different. I don't think it's easier. I mean, it's like I a mean, different. But you, you said that, like you were, you were telling us earlier. I don't know if it was something that you want to say on the air. We can hit the Dustin button, but like your suburb locations are your more successful ones. Currently, yeah, I, right? the traffic is higher in the suburban uh, environment, and so you know, downtown I think is still impacted by COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. You know, um, our tap room in downtown is is doing better than year over year. We're uh-huh. seeing year over year, but. You know, we have a different model, right? It's still, you know, we went back to the walk up to the bar, walk up to the window, you know, people appreciate that. It's a brewery, right? It's a destination, um, full scale production brewery. You know what it is when you go to the suburbs and you go to like one of the brew pub style, uh, locations, it's full service. It's more restaurant. So you have servers waiting on them at the other locations. It wasn't always, it wasn't designed like that. We were going to take a hybrid model from downtown, but one of the things that we wanted to improve on in Springboro and beyond was we need to find a way to expedite more beverage. Because, you know, you're sitting downtown, you have a beer, and you look at that line, and you're like, "Uh, I'm not getting one more beer. You know what I'm saying? So we were going to have the window. Line line jumping is not a sport. No, it's not. You can get killed for shit like that. But um, (laughs) it was – so in COVID, you couldn't have lines. So, like, we did this reverse page you up to the window thing, and people hated it. They revolted. So we were like, all right. We made a a few tweaks. To do like this hybrid hybrid and then we were like screw it let's go to full service this is what these people want you know they're they're they like what we're doing we can have a good relationship with this community and so we went all in went full service and and we've done that ever since with mason so and with huber same yep okay right. yep and it's been okay i mean you know we struggled there for a minute with uh finding people yeah you know the hangover of covid but i think the job market's getting better i think Good. you know we're getting i'm seeing more applications for back of the house than i ever have like we just posted a job for huber we got like 34 applications i mean oh, that's shit. yeah it's like holy shit well, man you're a destination yeah, yeah. now man yeah, well want to be a part of something cool and that's, I think, that's what i was gonna say i think it's i think it's a testament to the people that are running the business i mean it's, it's yeah i mean it, it's Seriously. i mean it really is like it, it i walk in i walk into any of the warped wings and it doesn't nothing feels half-assed joel is to me. full on hard I'm, I'm, a, I, I am, I'm all bricked up right now full um, erection <laughs> when he walks in the world. i can i can feel it yes, we yes, can call yes, the owner no 
a warped you can, wing. You can just you warped can, wang. You can warped. go in, in all in all seriousness. Yeah, warped wang. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> New logo idea. Warped. That's industrial golf. Tiny night. little curved wiener. <laughs> warped wang. We can edit this out if you want us to. But the but no the um the the you can walk into a business and you can tell when they have their shit together. And that is what I every single trip that I've made to a warped wing. Now, granted, I haven't been to the I haven't been to the Mason location. I haven't been to the Huber one yet. Mm-hmm. But between Springboro in the in the downtown one, I can tell that you guys know what you're doing. And that's what the the biggest other there are other ones that are big. Yeah, that I can tell. They still it's don't not get there. It. They they don't, don't it's, get it's, it. it's it's not yeah. to the degree of it. It's like it's about making the customer feel special. You guys feel you guys feel like an established business. Doesn't feel like showbiz pizza. No, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like a niche. It doesn't feel like a knack. Where you know it's like oh you know the, it's this new thing. You feel like an established like you're part of Dayton. You're ingrained in the DNA of it. Oh, thank you. And it is no longer. There are other ones that pop up that I've been to. I go to yeah. all of them. Yeah. yeah. I'm an alcoholic. Um, <laughs> uh, we're big brewery no, no, fans. Yeah, I think I'm you're just uh, you like just celebrate yeah, yeah, the entire yeah, category. Exactly. <laughs> I, I celebrate entire catalogs. <laughs> Michael okay. Bolton. Yes. Michael Bolton. Yeah, but you must really like him. Yeah, yeah. You must really like his music. But you yes. He's okay, I guess. Entire catalog. Why should I? I told us. That's the one that sucks. I told Yeah. I told us. Aspects. I like Michael Bolton's music. Timmy's been Timmy's a huge Timmy's a huge brewery. I think the three of us combine and Joel plays at a lot of breweries. Timmy's been to I'll say better part of five hundred. I don't think it's that many. <laughs> Three hundred. You guys got quite a bit. He, he, he rides bikes with his I like girlfriend. The, I like the. I like going through the yeah. tandem bikes. Area. He's more towards <laughs> the Cincinnati <laughs> area. Tandem he, bikes. He hits a lot of the Cincinnati ones. Yeah. yeah. But um. But yeah. I mean, I've I've done the vast majority of the Cincinnati ones. I mean, I'll put you guys up against anything. That's oh, yeah. what. Thank you. Yeah. It really I appreciate is. that. Thank it's, you. Uh, it's it's solid. It's solid. Say, yeah, like he was talking before, where you know, there's uh. Polarizing beers. Oh, yeah. uh, like one of my favorites in Cincinnati is Urban Artifact, and that's a sap. They I, every beer I hate is everything a, that they do. <laughs> I, I, do. I absolutely <laughs> love that. Place. Yeah, he loves he it. sours. He loves uh, sours. I hate sours. I hate them. Uh, yeah. You guys don't do any sours, do you? You know, we've done. We just did a Berliner Weiss uh, for the first time. Okay. Uh, Rhine, and uh, we did it in the traditional style of Germany, um, low ABV, but. Did Chris Warman? He's uh, he's one of our brewers. He's very experimental, very uh, just curious guy, and uh-huh. he did a lot of research on that beer, and it turned out really well. It's only in bottles in the tap room, but um, yeah, I mean, I think sours have their place. Um, we haven't gone into the sour realm uh, just because. You know, I think we probably could. It's awful. Well, <laughs> I, it's not for everybody. No, they, but they do have their new seltzers. We do. We have seltzers, and and do, we yeah. we're not afraid of exploring. I think um, John's That's concern. How we got the Kama Sutra. Yeah, exploration. Yeah, yeah. God bless. I don't know yeah, anything about it. But yeah, I, 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 I saw it in a movie once. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was, it, was it Wanderlust? But you do. You have to yeah. explore, and that's how you yeah. find yeah. the next thing. And, and I mean, but but going all the way back to like uh, uh, Caroline Park. Oh yeah, they opened up, and all their shit was sour. 
Well, and you know they're doing open fermentation. I mean, they're doing an old school way. If, if I'm not, that's yeah. I was going to ask yeah. you about that. If I'm not mistaken, because they're a historical location, yeah. they brew everything in the old manner. They correct? do. Yeah, so they do. Your average person will walk in there and be like, "Oh, I don't." This but it's like, no, you're yeah. brewing this the way it was brewed in the 1800s, yeah. Yeah. or you know, and they knew nothing different. Yeah. They didn't know any different. Beer and, yeah, but I mean, that's a true historical brew rate. Means, oh, we're good. Uh, we're good. Yeah. It gets everybody. We do a 99 yeah. minutes. It gets everyone. How we time it. Yeah, so that, we, we time it. We, we like it for the screen, but yeah. then we just go because we can we can yeah. make the rules here. So we it do. doesn't matter. Do. 99 minutes yes. flew by. Yes. Oh, yeah. It always does. Yeah. It always does. Yeah. yeah. Before you know, you're laying week. on your bathroom floor uh-huh. and getting ready to vomit in the your bathroom. Your pets' heads yeah. are falling Your pets' heads are falling off. Pathetic loser. But what is your, I mean, okay, we've talked about you love this one. Other than... Uh, that what is it? What, what the hell is it called? The Flylight. The Flylight. Fly yes. Mm-hmm. Other than the Flylight, what's your favorite beer at Horror Point? You know, I get that a lot, and it's like, dude, which one's your favorite kid? You know, uh, it's I'm, a hard I'm, question. So which one's Mitch your favorite? Can kid? tell you. <laughs> Timmy can tell you what his favorite kid is. <laughs> no. Yeah. He, he, he just doesn't want to admit it. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 I. Uh, my favorite kid hasn't been born yet. That's true. Yes, yeah. My favorite kid hasn't been born yet. I um. You know, I don't know how to answer that because it just changes like on occasion, right? So like tonight, we're sitting here. I'm drinking fly lights. You yeah. know, I keep my stuff together. You know what I'm saying? So, um, oh, but yeah. when I'm at home, you know, in the safety of my own home, I would drink Radio Vision, Gamma Bomb. Um, I'll have a seltzer every once in a while. I'll mix in a light beer. I drink the Barrel Age too. Okay. Like I might start the night with. A whiskey rebellion or uh the new the new wheat wine the new riff collab we did with yeah, riffing yeah. on high that oh, yeah. one's that, that one's first, pretty good uh, bourbon i brought over is there is bourbon. there would, yeah, would right. you be willing to admit to your I least favorite of warped weight um the the one they dumped out <laughs> no <laughs> dark no dark i don't summer. i don't think that i have you a all of them? dark summer i mean right. i don't give me like i don't drink uh like the stouts you know, like uh, Ten Ton, I don't drink okay. a lot of the dark beers very often. Um, it doesn't mean I don't appreciate them. Yeah. And it's not it's like not I, your thing. Yeah. It's just yeah. like when I'm drinking, um, I like you, I'm either, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm either drinking, you know, a lighter beer that uh-huh. I can have a few of, or I'm drinking IPA. Okay. That's just where I go. And Okay. Next next question when it comes to that. Ooh, I got one though uh, before you I'll, go. Okay. Go ahead. What's, what's your wife drink? Uh, she will drink pretty much anything. I no mean, kidding. yeah, she'll drink the dark stuff. I mean, Jaeger, Jaeger bombs. Yeah, the ladies have their their selection a lot. Yeah, she'll she doesn't really drink the IPAs, but like she'll drink a seltzer. She'll drink uh, dark. Okay. Believe it or not, I mean, that's the kind of thing that's funny with craft is like women love coffee. A lot of women yeah, love yeah, coffee, yeah, yeah, chocolate, so they'll chocolate. they will yep. tend to drink. My wife yeah. doesn't like the darks though. She doesn't. She loves coffee, loves all that shit, but she does not does like, like any dark kind beer. of dark beers. No, nope. doesn't always work. Yep, doesn't yeah, all. It's, sure, it's not a proven. Sure. She's an theory. IP, she's an IPA nut. Oh, she, good for she her. She fucking loves radio vision. Yeah, like, loves it. Like, See, we've had a lot shit, of people, yeah. especially women, come over to IPA through the hazies. You know, yep. and Radio Vision or Ohio is yeah. for Lovers, because you're not getting that big bitter mm-hmm. after you it's know tough. bitterness. Bitter's tough. It is, I mean, and it scares people away. Yeah, you know, I love talks it. About, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's great, but it it when they say the acquired taste, yeah, they really mean it. I remember it does. It takes them, yeah, dude. I remember I was in Indiana, like Western Indianapolis, and I was at a Buffalo Wild Wings, and this girl 
I used to work for Budweiser as a distributor, and uh, this girl was real cute, and she was like, "You've got to try this IPA," and it was a Three Floyds. I don't remember. I don't. And oh, okay. shit, that's the real deal. Yeah, yeah, and I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember if it was Alpha King or if it was Gumball Head or whatever. And I tried it. I was like, God, this sucks. I'm like, yeah. oh. <laughs> like get this out of here. I couldn't get it out of my face fast enough. I hated it. And yeah. I remember that. And it's like now, like you could dump whole hops in my beer, and I'm like, fuck yeah, that's let's right. go. That's why it's so odd that there was the big blow up of IPAs, and it got so popular because yeah. it was designed to be a beer that would Pour keep us. longer. Oh yeah. Preservatives, right? Yeah, it's a, it just blows my mind. No, I, I like a lot of them, but yeah, it's not my go-to. And that's no. what, like, like, like it took it took a significant amount of time before I liked Gamma Bomb. Yeah, because it's so. I mean, it's a higher IBU and they're like ninety ninety six. We we've, we've been tweaking that a little bit. Yeah, we brought like, it down a little bit. Yeah, it's, how do you tweak that? It's bittering hops on the front end of the boil. Oh, okay. So, okay. Um, yeah, John's been working on that, and we've been getting really good reviews on it. So, um, trying to hit like seventy five. The IBUs, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But like after Seems you know, after so drinking more and more of it and getting a more of a palate for it, yeah, it's more, you know, it's it's way better for me now. But I can remember the first time I drank it, it oh, was just dude. like. It was like a karate chop to the yeah. throat. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, holy shit. Well, if like, you're going to go like, for it, if you got a beer called Gamma Bomb, you got to go hard. You got to go hard. No pussies. Not in here. Not in here. What's your, what is your favorite Warped Wing, Kyle? Do you, uh, do you, I, mean, I really like the new Fly Light. You like yeah. that one? Yeah. yeah. yeah it's like, it's I, I mean, I like lighter beers, but I like them all, really. Uh, the Radio Vision's good. I I gotta try the radio. I haven't had Radio Vision. Grab one of those out of there. Oh, oh yeah, man. Five yeah, years. man. The purple bathroom. Soon as yeah. did you, you need to go to the bathroom, by the way. Did you guys have one? We car? have breaks. We do oh. breaks. Oh, you're fine. To. I didn't think I was allowed to leave. No, you you're, you're, allowed, you're allowed to. If we need to, but. Uh, you need a radio. Did, you guys had one called Hippie Trail, Trail at one point, didn't you? Yeah, that was a collab with Yellow Springs. Okay, that's cool. I remember drinking that one. Yeah, and it was and it was yeah on Hippie Trail full of. Yeah, zombies. zombies. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I fucking love Colin Hay. Oh <laughs> you ever heard his solo stuff, Kyle? You should listen to Colin Hay's solo oh, yeah. stuff. I oh, did, dude, did. amazing songwriter. Yeah. People want to like you know throw him into that category of the guy who's the lead singer of Minute Work, mm-hmm. and it's like oh you know fucking that guy. Oh my god, like the depth of his songwriting is amazing. Like and it's like he he doesn't get any credit. Are they like touring sometime soon? I think I heard he he are they on tour with Creed. No, I wish oh, that would have double bill that that sold be. out. Kyle would have bought his tickets already. Yeah, right? no, no, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. When it comes down to that, he might have planned the trip. But yeah, let's not get crazy. Oh yeah. Oh man. But no, dude. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's. I I don't think anyone hits the mark. More frequently, we've talked. We have conversations about this all the time. You know, Timmy's a big brew pub guy. Yeah. So am I. When you're talking about across the board of just solid brews, I don't think any. I don't think anyone can beat you guys when it comes to the whole date market. Well, like, I it's would just. I would say John is a master of his craft, man. He, uh, I think, one of the things that he specializes in is in balance. You know, balanced beer, uh-huh. and I think sometimes people don't appreciate that because you know, in American craft beer, we've become. A lot of times, heavy-handed. Uh-huh. More hops, more right. chocolate, more extract, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? And um, he just makes well-made beers. And yeah. I, I, a lot of people appreciate that. And I think some people nowadays are coming around to that. Like, hey, you can go to Warped Wing and get a solid beer. It may not right. be 
the most exciting beer on Untapped or right, you know right. on on be. Beer Geeks, right. you know, and th- that's not who we are, right? I mean, yeah, if we get praise <laughs> on there, cool, but right. at the end of the day, we want to make beers that are well made, balanced. That everybody can drink and they can count on them. Yeah, and the, even if it's not your thing, like you, because yeah. ev- everyone has a different palate for what they like. Yeah, but anything that you go out there that's something that might be out of your comfort zone when it comes to drinking beer, it's none of it is none of it is like oh god, like I can't <laughs> take that or I can't. There, are, there are a lot of them around here where you'll try them and it's like oh Jesus Christ, like <laughs> in those flights where it's like that ain't my thing and that's bad, but right. like. None of it, you know, like like I was talking about, you know, the, the gamma bomb being, you know, very high IBU when it came to that, but like it's still it's a it's a glorious fucking it's your top seller. Yeah. Like your top seller. Yeah. It's like it's it's it, it's just a good shit. I mean yeah. it's it really yeah, they is. All, like you said, all of them are solid. Yeah, well, I, like uh, I appreciate that. I like that. the new labels too. I like how you listed everything out, and you have the little historical. Information yeah, that's cool too. Panel. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was. Uh, These are like essentially like shrink wraps around the cans, aren't they? That yeah, those were those would be moving to printed cans. These are shrink wraps. So like, be- before COVID, you could order a half a truckload of a brand. So uh-huh. that was a full truckload of cans is 25 pallets. Okay. Right? So you could split a truck. You could have 12 pallets of Radio Vision and 12 pallets of Flylight. Okay. COVID hit. The demand went through the roof, right? right I mean, grocery right. stores, people were buying beer, drinking right, way right. too much in some cases. Right. <laughs> and so the can manufacturers made it a single truck. You, could, you had to buy each brand and 25 pallets. So we're a smaller brewery. I mean, right. if I buy 25 pallets of a certain brand, it might take me five years to get through that. You know what I'm saying? So right. we do shrinks until with the goal of getting them to printed because the price is double okay. on a per can now basis. We, we discussed. Yeah, we talked about here. that. Yeah. What What are the like? So what are they? I mean, you guys have been again. You're about to celebrate your 10th anniversary. What yeah. are the biggest challenges that you have to deal with now when it comes to the marketing? I mean, of the industry. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's changed a lot. Um, I think, you know, it's come down now to like op- operational acumen and, and business, you know, what started as a neat hobby for uh-huh. all of us in a lot of breweries. It's like, okay, we've been through a pandemic. Uh, we've been through rising costs, you know, of supplies and, and raw materials. And now, you know, people have evolved. We've evolved. We've opened three new locations and you know now we're lo- we're learning food and restaurant and cost of goods and labor cost and all that so right i think the challenge is is, is improving on the that business acumen uh-huh. um becoming good operators and and understanding that this is a business and that's how you're going to have to go forward uh from here on out um the the labor market is still a challenge. Uh-huh. Um, it's coming back slowly but surely, and and I think employers are starting to get back into a place where, you know, they can look for the best talent. I mean, for right. a lot of for a lot of time, it was like, okay, cool, you showed up for the interview. Here's a shirt. Let's get to right. work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. Um, and that's still a challenge. Um, and getting good people and and uh, people that you can you can train and develop and uh, those are big challenges still that we're faced with. Um, right now, we're facing significant economic pressures. I will tell you that. I mean, uh-huh. for a long time, we were talking about it and we're like, man, everything you know, groceries are are expensive, cars are 
the price of a house yeah. you know what yeah. i'm saying and, yeah. but it didn't seem to affect people the money was still there they were still spending well now we're starting to see that we can see that in our in our metrics and our our taproom traffic um you know we had a great month of october you know Flylight triangle park we had some new launches that really spurred the wholesale market mm-hmm. um but you can't do that every month you can't so um you really got to hone in on those things and uh you know you got to ride out these economic times i mean i don't think we're i don't know when we're going to see the end of this right do you see uh do you see i'm trying to think the right words to say this um a change in the whole craft beer boom like yeah obviously it was huge you know in the the last you know eight years or so do you see that changing to where it's going away from that at all i don't see fighting it as far as you know like not it's not as strong as it was or well i think what's happened is you know if I think 10 years back, right, craft was, it had always been here. You had Sierra Nevada. You had that big wave right. in the 80s and 90s, right? And some people made it through. Some people didn't. Uh, Great Lakes, you know. And now we had that second wave, which was like 2008, to, you know, all the way up until now. Yeah. And, you know, at the second wave, craft was still nuanced, right? Uh-huh. It was like Timmy might know about it. Right. And then, but now craft has become a lot more mainstream. Right. 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 Everybody knows about it. You know, parents learned about it because their kids were drinking it and now they can drink it together. And so I think it's going to be more challenging to us, but it's still a part of the fabric and people want to support local. They want to support well-made products and, and, uh, you know, good operations and, and things like that. It's just we're going to have to work harder in in marketing and got to get the word out. Got to so get the word out. Do, do you see any negative from it becoming more mainstream? What what would be the negatives from that? I don't I don't see people going away from it. I just think uh-huh. that you know more people know about it, and so whenever that happens, um, it's not going to be as intru- there's not going to be as many new people into uh-huh. craft beer where right. I think there's still people learning about it right. uh, and, and getting into it, but um, it's definitely become more mainstream. I mean, look at the explosion of breweries we've had. I think we have 400 in the state of Ohio now right. and over 10,000 in the United States. So um, is that, is that an issue though? Do you think the market has become saturated at all? I don't think so. I mean, I'm a big believer in, you know, we're still craft beer as far as the total, uh, beer pie in the united states we're not we're at i think the last i checked we're at 17 percent market share no shit yeah, yeah. i don't think wow. it's hit, hit its pinnacle yet. no i mean yeah. we were before covid our goal with through the brewers association was 20 percent share by 2020 20 by 20 that was and then covid hit and it really slow and then you Pumped have up, yeah. you have the the influx of seltzers mm, and you know that right, yeah. that was a I mean, that's the guy who worked for uh, either Bond Bright or Heidelberg. I can't remember a buddy of mine, and he was talking about how like yeah, a buddy of mine about how seltzers is was like fucking was king yeah. at the point. He's just yeah. like, you've noticed beer. almost every other beer has come out with their oh, own. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Bud Light seltzer, women. It's just, women. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, and it's appeal. yeah. I don't think it's just. I don't think it's just women. It's women. It's women and Kyle. Not all women. It's women. I'm a high noon guy. Yeah, light with flavor. People like light. People like flavor. People like flavor with on its own. They like light with flavor. They don't want to get full. Also like self respect, Mitch. Yeah, that's overrated. It's overrated. Not a fan. Cincinnati has this Cincinnati Brew Bus tour. Yeah, and they'll go around to the different. They change it up usually, but different breweries down down there. And there's one guy that I had that was kind of the the host of it. I've been through it like three times, but the last time I went through, this, this guy was very knowledgeable. He knew about the history of Cincinnati and brewing and all that. And there was at the time there was like 96 breweries in the greater Cincinnati area. Yeah, um, 96. I don't know if there no is. Shit. I don't think there is anything in Dayton along those lines no. of that. That no. takes you that around to the different ones. That could be helpful. I think there's people yeah. talking about it. Yeah. You know. I've, now I've, that you can buy those through like auctions and stuff, they do where a bus will take you to four in a day. Yeah, like a That's like a exactly bourbon what tour. They do. Yeah, they yeah. Exactly yeah. But I don't think they have it in Dayton. It's more fun to drive yourself, Mitch. Oh when yeah, drinking. I love day. driving drunk. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. Close, one, close one eye. Driving drunk it helps you focus. Yeah, if you go left yeah. eye. Right, uh, so I think. Um, the, some of the biggest challenges that we face, I, you've got this whole non-alcoholic thing right. happening too. Yeah, I think yeah. right. some of that's a byproduct of, of COVID. You know, people came out of COVID and, you know, people were drinking a lot. You know, the sales were great. And I, I think people were... Times lot. are good. <laughs> yeah. Drink, and times are bad. People drink. smoking yeah. two packs of cigarettes yeah. well, a was. night. Yeah. Just to, to, sitting around doing nothing, Blood drinking. It was yeah. the best two years of my life. Yeah. <laughs> and he's still drinking just as much. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. He's not quitting. <laughs> I'm not but quitting. There's this phenomenon going on throughout the country of people that are uh, cutting down their alcohol consumption or cutting it out completely right that's a big threat to our industry and you know i'm not against people being healthy and making good choices especially if you have uh you know a compromised relationship with alcohol or you know you got to do what's what's good for you that and then you very put it i like the way you said that it was very diplomatic the oh way well, you said that. thank you i uh i mean i find myself I just, I really like that. trying I really to make like decisions that. we need to talk about fly light lager and how many carbs are in it for no, real no, yeah <laughs> when you would talk about health it's but, not five it's actually two Point it's nine two point nine. Yes. Yeah, buy <laughs> it. Really? It's no carbs. But drink the shit. Point, though, <laughs> there is that, that non-alcoholic thing yeah. right now. That's I. I didn't realize. I was listening to some people today, and they said I haven't heard go, anything about this. You go to parties, yeah. and my people, dad, like you'll, you'll bring like a bottle of bourbon. You'll bring his a six pack of the liver. Though. And people say, yeah, "Oh, yeah, this is a no-alcohol party." Oh wow! Like a young, like under younger 30. generation. And yeah, go, yeah. Bye. <laughs> well, yeah, but but Joel's we'll like, bar. we are in a different crew, and there's yeah. Is that really a thing? Oh God, yes, it is. Yeah, but but they're also like, but did you bring the shrooms or did you bring whatever oh, okay. else that it is? I yeah. want to microdose. Tonight, that's a good question. Well, well, actually, that's, well, a, that's a good question for you too. Sorry, do you marijuana. I've not directly. Not not tonight. I did not do them. Two passes. How do you think that will affect? the uh, craft brew industry. I don't I don't think that it's going to I mean for the longest time we looked at that as a threat, potential threat to our industry, you know, and I think there are people that will make a decision, you know, California sober, right? They right. Demi is that Demi Lovato? Tim, not not, yeah. not to yeah. cut you off Nick, but the Explain for the people listening that may not know what the hell we're talking about. What is this? Legalization. Legalizes recreational use of marijuana okay. in the state of Ohio. 
Yeah, yeah they're. I think it, I think it will enhance our business a little bit, but that's also right, that's right. There's a I lot of. A little, I want to drink a little. Yeah, there's a, there's. I yeah, I don't know smoke, anybody who does one and not the other. Right. You know, yeah. And, and yeah. Timmy, honestly, I think that's a great question because, you know, it's been legal medically in Ohio for a long time, yeah, and let's yeah. let's just face it. Anybody can get impaired. I mean, it if seems like anyone it, can get. If, if you, you want, want it, it bad you could have gotten. gotten it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I have already doing it. People that have just called and said I have anxiety and gotten a card. So I think right. you know a lot of people already have access, um, and we haven't really seen a dramatic fall off. I think okay. it's so funny. The market studies. I'm not studies, but the market has shown you because if you want it, you can. You can get it. Yeah, yeah. and a, if it goes full recreational, I'm I'm not too concerned about that. There will be people that probably make a choice and do one or the other, um, which is fine. It's it's funny though. But they probably didn't love craft beer already anyway. Yeah, I mean, or they or they <laughs> maybe they they don't do well on beer or alcohol, sure. you know, and and weed, you know. Affects them yeah. differently, they better, like whatever. Cutty either. Yeah. yeah, I think it's all one big happy family. <laughs> it is. <yeah>. For Joel, <laughs> it's, it's like, like whatever. Well, yeah, hops, yeah. hops all. are in the family. Yeah, They're a cousin of it's cannabis true. sativas. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Hopulous. Very true. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I think um, so you're not threatened. No, but I think this is interesting, and I'm going to throw this out there, food for thought for you guys. So, um, Bob Peace is the president of the Brewers Association. He said the the single biggest threat to our industry. Is this right here? No shit. Cell phone. It's the I, I believe like it's the biggest threat to you? mankind in, yeah. in distract general. you from drinking. <laughs> no, I'll tell you why. Because people nowadays are on their phones, meeting people online, Tinder, whatever, and they just go and they hook up. Bars. They're not meeting at bars. Right. Our on-premise uh, business, you've seen a significant down uh, shift. People aren't going out to meet people anymore. No. They're not going this generation. You meet online, go to your house, and you, yeah. you know, do what you do. Yeah. Do what you do. So <laughs> I think that's interesting. Uh, yeah, people I'm don't gonna, know how to interact anymore. So they don't know, know how to. Since I've been single for the last three years, no, no, I've been tearing up ass I've on Grinder. Been meeting people <laughs> at places like I want to meet. Out Good, you're a Renaissance man. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I am. I, I, a regular Michelangelo. I, 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 I 100. I will 100 agree with that. Like yes. this, this is. But and it's getting worse. The pizza guys. With the kids that are now like 10, 12, 13. They've always had it with. They don't know how to. Interact all, with all people. All it does is enhance the negativities of human human beings in general. Like yeah. that's what. Like it's it, it's the same thing as you know you. I've had I've said this a million times. I don't know if it was on the show, but just a million times in my life. You walk into a Lowe's and you look at every single thing in every aisle that mankind has come up with a solution to a problem. It's so it's fun and it, and it's like holy shit! Like this guy knew like the like this extender on a fucking socket wrench. Incredible. Like this, but there are people walking through there who don't know their fucking social security numbers. Yeah, right. like the, it, it's it, to me, it's not Mine even a, it's not even about the technology. It's just mankind. <laughs> we are we are we, we are, are the problem. Here we are the problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we will yeah. ruin whatever's great. Facebook. We talk about that all the time. Sucks. It, it, it's this. It, he, Kyle hates it. He won't share any of our fucking posts because he sucks but like Facebook is invented and it's this thing that you know you you can see a daily account of what your family members and your friends yeah. are doing you think you hundreds know of them. miles away and you think you know them but 
for every person that looks at it and goes, oh my God, my brother-in-law, you know, my brother and his kids are at our fucking whitewater rafting in the mm-hmm. Gully River. There's somebody on there going like, fucking Trump or fucking Biden, you know, like, yeah. like ruining the whole thing. Yeah. That's what, yeah. that's what we do. Yeah. And, and it's Thanks like, a lot, Zuckerberg. It's, it's Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> you Zuckerberg. need to go back to MySpace. Yeah, Tom was cool. That Tom was cool. Tom, Tom was sold cool. for like yeah. Yeah. however much and just got out. He got the fuck yeah. out. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. He's like on a ranch I just, in Montana. I just, I just listened to the Elon episode of Rogan that was just on yesterday. I saw that too a Dude, little bit. Like, like I, I think Elon was like laughing. I'm like, maybe he's not a robot or a droid. Did you see what Elon did the other day though? What was that? This is the thing, though. This is why I love what you've done with Fly Light and other things. When you're making splashes, especially locally, right? You can can zero in on a community. You can zero in on a a group of people. But Elon had whoever with the Cybertruck just shoot the actual Cybertruck with with like a machine gun. And then he drove... Because it's bulletproof, man. Yeah, but he drove that as his own car... Around and he's like, I love that guy. Yeah, like proof, I do too. I proof love by example, right? Like yeah. I, I don't they, know. If they you've stopped. Ever heard they this. stopped the podcast about thirty-five minutes into it, and Rogan said, "I bet you I can shoot an arrow through the side of your car." And Elon's like, "I'll bet you a dollar you can." And they literally stopped it and went out to where he had pulled that fucking new like bulletproof yeah, car in there. Yeah, the and Rogan's fucking out there. They had it on video. And I shit, hope it was it. flaming. No, it, it sparked and broke the fucking arrows. He couldn't shoot through it. It's He's like, incredible. it barely scratched yeah. it. That's awesome. And like but Rogan like gave gaily Elon a fucking dollar. I was That's listening awesome. to this. Uh, my first million is a podcast that I listen to, and it's just this guy has other people on. But today they're talking about the seven different. Uh, uh, ways that you can get in somebody's head, right? <laughs> nice. Marketing-wise. Yeah. The average person sees 4,000 ads a day. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. What? 4,000 ads a day. I don't believe Think that. About it. Billboards fun. when you're driving around? 4,000? In a matter of a minute, you can see like How many 20, minutes 25. are in a day? There's a lot, but don't get sidetracked on this point. <laughs> okay. But 4,000 ads in a day. But you've got to figure out a way to get in their head to say, hey, this warp wing's pretty good. Yeah. So you got to latch on to. First off, you got to make a good product. Yep. Second, you got to have Check. a good color scheme. Yep. Check. Third, yeah. So you you got to have a, a, a delicious item and food. Juicy. Check. Why did you guys pick red? What do you mean? I mean, warped wing and your logo has red in it because the. the uh, is the building the, downtown was, was red. red. Yeah. Okay. No was, shit. Okay. It was yep. that simple. That was the okay. inspiration. Because hmm. it was a deep. It was a deep red. But oh, also yeah, red, 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 and green—the hardest colors for the for the human eye to process. That's right. Yeah, I love so red. They, 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 they stick Precious out the colors. most, which yeah. is exactly why Freddy Krueger's uh-huh. sweater is uh, red and green. Uh-huh. I love that. That's, sure that's like why McDonald's is red and yellow. Like those colors are the. I mean, Wendy's is red and yellow yep. too. Boom. Yep. Yeah, red. It's, is, it's the it's hardest Coca-Cola. color for the eye to process. Yeah, yeah. But I I look at all that stuff. I, I I'm just a big marketing guy, right? I mean, yeah. my, my thing is, I've had global. A, a ability to try and connect with people from all over, but everybody kind of dials back into one thing: food and drink. Yeah, is a social, emotional, a, emotional connection. Yep. How do I connect with somebody? And it's and it can be, I, I I hate to say sound choked up. It can be a beautiful thing when you can connect with somebody over, like you say, share a pint, make a friend. Yeah. And the amount of people, like, I go into Warped Wing and I just see fun. Yeah. I just see fun people 
yep. there to meet with somebody. I see bartenders that are like, hey, great to see you, Mitch. I'm like, I forgot you knew my name. And they're like, yeah, I fucking know your name, Mitch. <laughs> you're that guy for that podcast, you're right? The, yeah. Well, just, you're wearing yeah. a name tag. <laughs> you're wearing a name tag. Do you get all bricked up? Your shirt says Mitchapalooza yeah. on it from old school. It's, Hi, my name's but the Mitch. Thing is, is that you know you do, and I, I love it because it's just it's sociable. Yeah. It's the heart of downtown. It's now the heart of all these other places, and you've just you've relied on. Let me just make something good. Yeah, trust in what I do. And John sounds like the shit. I think you guys should come yeah. back on. Yeah, we should have point. John. Yeah, he's John. awesome. He sounds like he'd be cool. Yeah. He's yeah. awesome. You get a couple beers in I'd him. Like he's great ask. on podcasts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd like to ask him some more technical yeah, questions. Yeah, Timmy. Timmy's yeah. Timmy, like, teach me how to brew. Yeah. Timmy's like, what yeah. can I do? I need to do. How much coriander do yes. I put in it? Yes. You want to talk about a guy that knows his shit, dude. He's so, I don't know if you know this, but so he studied architecture, right? Went to work for a brew pub. Uh, was begging the guy to get in the brew house. He was making sandwiches, right? And one day, the guy that was the brewer left. So John got his chance. He started making beer. He fell in love with it. You know, there's some there's some similarities between architecture and right, like sure. building a plant and building a recipe, yeah. something, yeah, You're crafting yeah. it, yeah. And uh, so he, you know, he went on. He got a couple other jobs, and and he's like, well, if I'm going to make this my career, I got to go learn from the best. So John went to Germany. And he studied nice. at the VLB in Berlin, and he graduated top of his class. That's awesome. Yeah. I so, that. I mean, I you walk around. Yeah, people aren't aren't engineered like that anymore. Like, no. To, to where it's like, you look, if I'm going to learn this shit, i got to make the sacrifices. I want to be the best. do it, and i got to be the best. Yeah. yeah. Everybody just wants to get by. Yeah. They yeah. don't want to be the best. They don't. You know. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, that's it's a, just, that's yeah. A you know what? It's a problem. It separates them all. It separates them. That actually gets me thinking about your sales and marketing background. So you're listening for what the trends are what's coming next oh yeah you've got to make a business case or at least a mental case to john of like this is what's coming this is why what's coming now what's coming now so we've got well fly light is coming sure. that's a big fly priority here yeah so it's go here. get your fly lights go light, get it. light lager craft breweries getting into light lager space which i love because the big brewers got into our they came into our neighborhood and pissed yeah. in our fucking pools right <laughs> get, get they, they brought shock top they brought you know they bought all these breweries oh, and masked them as independent shop top bad right yeah <laughs> so so now we're going to piss in their pools yeah. and oh, and we're yeah. bringing it to their doorstep so i'm excited about that don't drink the water um, we've got a seltzer variety pack coming uh and and let me be clear about this we are four years late to the party. We're not trying to take over the seltzer world. We're trying to get our warped wing people that if you drink seltzer, try ours. We, we drink our we yeah. Got we've got we've got yeah. it for you. Yeah. And um come and then, to our establishment, drink our seltzer. Yeah. And then uh, one of the things I'm proud of is like you know own what you do right. So we've got a lager variety pack coming out. Next year, next spring, cool. yeah. That's so, cool. like the white first, ball variety packs that they have. Yeah. The so I think it's the first ever. I've not. I've seen IPA. I've seen yeah craft, but I've never seen a lager variety pack, and that's what we do. We got you know Flylight. We got uh, Plain Old Pilsner. We got Trotwood. We got Flyer Red. So, What's um, the, how tough is that to distribute then? Well, we're working on that. There's some logistics to do sampler packs, sure. but we've found a vendor down in Cincinnati that's going to put them together for us. Okay. And so you got to charge it up charge for that but um you know if you want to sample yeah, a couple I mean, different things thing. you go to kroger and you get the 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 six pack 
thing and you yeah, go the mix six. The, yeah, the it's eleven ninety nine. You pay yeah, for that. You pay yeah. for the extra. Yeah. So you're right. paying for the extra. Somebody's not gonna be thrown off by that. Hmm. And now I'm gonna walk in and get a little bit of everything because you yeah. know what? I don't want to drink the same thing every exactly. single time. Exactly. Because that's a flavor for some people. Yeah, and no, it is. I mean that's a lot awesome of people don't drink look at you guys. You've celebrated our entire catalog yeah, here tonight. We have. Yeah. And uh, if this was in a sample yeah. I don't know, I, I haven't had a gamma bomb yet. But <laughs> how do we get a but gamma I will bomb later? I'm sure you guys there's one here. There's a six pack here. I haven't had one of the juicies yet. Yeah, they hit me with the juicy. They are juicy. Hit him with the juicy. Plenty of after posts. And those are the new cans too. Those I noticed that. So the refresh. Do you want? Do you want to talk about them at all? A little bit about your partners there. The refresh is in what partners? The reflex. Oh yeah, Hyperquake. Yeah, they did a great job for us. You know, we we didn't steer too far off of you know our heritage. Um, with the logo, we kept the SharePoint make a friend that's sacred. We're not going away from that. Yeah. So we just did, we just sharpened some things up. You know, we sharpened up the SharePoint logo. Um, we sharpened up the wing. We sharpened up the, the font on the warped wing. Um, we took it out of the oval. The oval kind of hindered us. Uh, it's hard to execute on certain mediums. Okay. Okay. Um, I know. I can't find the juicy. Oh, I only brought. <laughs> I brought. Uh, there was only three of them, so oh, we might have been. God, I drank the shit out of them. Sorry, too. I did. So I loved them. I had a mix six. It was three. So good. Three radios and three three Ohio's. <laughs> Sorry. We'll come eat and drink. No, you guys don't owe me nothing. Times. You no, we do. We no, do, hell no. <laughs> but go. This on, is gonna put me on the fucking map. So I appreciate. It's true, it's true, 100%. In Botswana, just so you know, we had a, we had a groundskeeper of a AAA minor league baseball team on a couple weeks ago. It's now our number two episode of all time. That's awesome. The fastest thing the, is, the, fastest I'm hoping to be number one. Yeah. We hope you're going to be number yeah. one. I'm hoping to be number be one. You got to share, share on the bit. social media. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but the thing is, is I fucking love Warped Wing. Thanks, I didn't do. I didn't too. It's incredible. And uh, you Appreciate you guys. In downtown. You believed in let's expand. You believed in let's be part of the suburban community. You believed yeah. in the people around you. Let's go. You're a University you, of Dayton guy. You invested yep. all in Dayton. All yeah. the, the suburbs so in, in downtown. And, you're, you're everywhere. So we, yeah. we had a guy on uh, this past weekend's episode, past week's episode. Like The, the current episode's worst ca- Halloween candy. What's oh, your nice. favorite or least what's, favorite? what's the worst candy yeah. that ended up in your Halloween bag? Oh, God. I just went through all the loot last night. I'm trying to yeah. think. Um the worst? He's going to say something that was on our list. I Guaranteed. know. He's yeah. got to. He's got to. What's the worst Halloween candy? We when put you on the spot. Ah, I know. This is I know. shit. Yeah. What did you guys just, just throw out? What did you just throw away? What did you just throw away? Not oh. so much anymore, but uh, dude, when we were This kids. is not candy. Someone put a, a, a Swiss mitt. What is it? Swiss, Swiss, Swiss Miss? No, Swiss hot chocolate. Yes. Oh, yeah. one of the packets. Oh, yeah. I was like, throw that out. Still better than circus peanuts. Someone put circus peanuts. You don't like you? You're a circus peanuts no, fan. Fuck you. Get out of here. <laughs> he loves them. Oh my god. You love them? No, I said get out of here. Oh, it's okay. Hates them. I had a call on Monday when the episode came out. Somebody called and said, look. Circus peanuts aren't. I've had multiple people be like, "Black licorice is amazing," and, and I'm like, and "You're a yeah, fucking idiot." Yeah, you're fired. You're fired. Yeah, exactly. What'd your kids go as Halloween? 
Uh, my oldest one is Jamar Chase. That's awesome. Uh, yep. Nice. My Always mi- fucking open. My middle. 7-11. Yeah, 7-11. My middle one went is Jack Skellington nice. from Nightmare Before. Yeah, uh, he God, loves that's that. That's a popular list. one. Yeah. Popular one this year. Yeah. And then my youngest one is Huggy Wuggy. Oh. Have you, does anyone what know what Huggy? I know what that Google is. It. Google yeah. it. I know yeah. what that is. Huggy with the teeth. Yeah. It's creepy. He had like a... Well, there it is. First one. Yes. Nine. Huggy Wuggy. Oh, Look at oh this thing. It, that, it's so creepy. Look at that I've thing. I've never seen that oh. in my life. <laughs> do yourself a favor and creepy. do not go see Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, okay. It's fucking shit. horrible. Did Thank you just go see it? Saw yeah, it? I went to the theater to watch it. <laughs> I would go see it. Was it terrible? Yeah, it's horrible. Like, the plot was Did you see the, the fucking Nicholas Cage Animatronics of any sort. Uh-uh. What was the Nicolas Cage movie where he was working at the goddamn? Yeah, it was, the, it's the same movie. It's it's right, like a, exactly. like an adult Chuck E. Cheese where all the fucking yeah, animatronics were killed. Like security. Yeah, yeah. It was called Willy's Wonderland. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Oh, oh, yeah. no, Nicolas Cage. It. We saw it. It was like it's the same movie. I'll have to watch it now. It's ridiculous. What, so what is it, what is Huggy Wuggy from? I have no Some, idea. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't even a know. Lot of these horror like is it a horror thing? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like a scary kid thing. Did you dress up? No. I no. wore the Jack Skellington mask for a minute, drinking fly lights around a neighborhood. <laughs> nice. nice. There you go. I have a picture. simultaneously. Yeah, I was sampling. Yeah. All right, all right. So the previous week's episode was a guy who is a storyboard artist. Yep. For we covered this, Mitch. We covered it, Mitch. We were talking about him. When you were, if you would have been on time, we would have talked about this. I know, I know. But the thing is, is that there's a lot of cool shit that comes out of Dayton. Mm-hmm. And and this guy just comes right out of right state, goes into like he made his way by just camping out and calling and being persistent. That's and that's awesome. the shit that you were talking about earlier. Yeah. I'm persistent. You know, I'm gonna talk to Joe. We're yeah. gonna figure it out. We're gonna find a brewer, we're gonna figure it out. We're yeah. gonna do the things that we need to do, and then you've got it and, and you've been able to stay close to home. Yeah. Right? You're a Centerville guy. Yeah. Family's here. Family's here. You know, s- celebrate your dad. Your dad's awesome. Yeah. Thank right? you. Yeah. So uh, shout out to Bob. Yeah. Old Bob. Uh, yeah. Um, and, and, I, and, and so I still talk to Penny. Yeah. Uh, Penny's great. All the time. I yeah. talked to Penny earlier this uh, month in, well, I guess it's November now, but I saw her in October. Uh, but, you know, just seeing the way that, like, you've been able to tap into people that are Southwest Ohio people and been able to bring Warped Wing to life, like, People, it's synonymous with Dayton. Yeah, that's great. And, and that's really, uh, I don't, I, again, not to try and be choked up, it's really fucking cool. Thanks, dude. I mean, it's a No, I appreciate it. It is, because I love this place, man. Do you want to hug? I, I it's the way I do. I, I, I will hug after this episode. <laughs> but I, I, lived, <laughs> I, I lived away from Dayton for about a year mm. and a half. I came back because I loved it. Yeah, I worked me for too. The Dayton Development Coalition for like five years, only talking about how great Dayton is. I had a conversation with somebody today in the middle of all those other things. You know what? You know why our company chose Dayton? And I was like, you know what? Tell me. Like, I want to hear it because I want to spread the word. Because it's awesome. Because it. it's freaking awesome here. Yeah. And I love that you've been able to make it in Southwest Ohio. I appreciate yeah. that, man. Yeah. I mean, it's like you don't understand it unless you're from here. Yeah. You know how awesome it is. And uh, like I said, we got a lot to be proud of. And it's cool to be from Dayton. It's cool to live here. And yeah, it's great we got a lot of good shit. It's great in Dayton. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, that's as long as people will keep drinking it, keep coming into Eden, then we'll shit. keep making it. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's been a wild ride. And uh, I mean, we've been through some shit. We've been through tornadoes. We've been through 
shootings. We've been through Mm -hmm. a pandemic and we're still here and we always fight and that's in our DNA. And I love my people, our team. Uh, They don't give up. It's baked into us. And uh, so we'll keep fighting. And we'll keep keep fighting, man. We'll keep drinking if you keep fighting. Hey, amen. Amen. I I think that's a perfect place to end it. That's a place to end it. Perfect. Nick, we appreciate you, man. Thank Thank you, Joel. Thank you, you guys. Appreciate Appreciate you guys, man. Get your warped wing. Four locations. Get out there. Try the fly light. Try it. Try the fly light. Yeah. Esther's. Little secret, dirty Tomorrow, secret. Even <laughs> this, dirty secret. Be, this episode will be out. It'll be out. We'll, you know, we'll do downtown. A, we'll do a. You sure you don't want to tell us yeah. right now what it's going to be? No, <laughs> you got to come downtown. Twenty six <laughs> wine dot tomorrow four o'clock. Twenty six wine dot. Twenty two and a half best. weeks ago. By the time this comes out, two and a half weeks ago. Yeah, but he no matter what, us. no matter what, always go to twenty six wine dot. That's if right. You've only That's been right. to Huber, Mason, or Springboro. Get downtown. Get downtown. Location. Got to see the real deal. It's the real deal man it's freaking awesome that's right that's right we appreciate you thank you very much nick go to our website theillistpodcast.com links on there all of our social media pages like share we can't stress it enough share share click the share button hey fucking share it yes, thanks right. for having me guys we appreciate you guys nick thank you for cheers timmy ruxpin beer league kyle mohit mitch and the one and Warped only Wing Nick, Nick Bowman. <laughs> Nick Bowman from Warped Wing. Go drink your Warped Wing. That's right. I'm Fat Ed Joel. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. We sure do hope that you enjoyed the ride. We hope we gave you tickles deep inside. Won't you try to keep that smile on your face? Until next week, same time, same place. That was the it list. That was the it list. That was the it list. Fare thee well. That was the it list. That was the it list. That was the it list. We won't tell. That was the it list. That was the it list. That was the it list. Fare thee well. That was the end list. That was the end list. That was the end list. We won't tell.